Shame, Cozy Zone friends. Ben Weber here. I am emerging after a, a month of Cozy Zone silence. Um, I'm doing okay, you know. Uh, life is busy. My mind is always filled with feelings. My heart is filled with feelings. My stomach is filled with feelings. My shoulders are filled with feelings. My entire body and, you know, a space radiating out far beyond my body is filled with feelings. I'm sitting in this new room of ours. Uh, It still doesn't have curtains on it, so I'm looking outside. I'm looking at some parked cars. It's raining. There is... A floating candle in a beautiful bowl. Uh, Next to that floating candle is our uh, wireless router and uh, our our little internet box, flickering blue light, um, which is not cozy. On on this table here where I'm sitting, there there are some secret art projects going on. I, I can't really say much about them because they're a belated gift for some people I love very much. Uh, but it involves lots and lots of silver glitter. Um, so there's glitter everywhere. There's glitter on a plate. There's glitter in a bag. There's glitter in this funnel. Uh, there's Mod Podge. There's glitter on the floor. I track glitter everywhere. Glitter never goes away. Nicolette just opened the door, which is very sweet. She's home. She's cleaning. Uh, I look back. She She scurried away. Um, it's okay. I, I think that that's really nice. Um, I, yeah, I'll, I wonder what she's asking me. Maybe, maybe it's tea. Maybe it's something. We're, we're home together tonight. We're having a cozy night. We made a delicious, uh, beef carrot curry. <sighs> I'm looking at, uh, this little square I painted that says Cozy Zone with Ben Weber. It's painted teal. It's it's billettered with vinyl lettering. Uh, there's this this little vial from Robert Warner. There's there's rum in a bag from Rania. There's a bunch of candles that are not lit. There's an old iPod Touch. There's a lighter, a purple lighter. So much glitter, friends. There's some there's some figure drawings of Nicolette on the wall. There's my my roll of banner paper. This room is not cozy yet. Uh, it's striving to be cozy. We have our bikes. They're both busted. We need to make a, a an appointment to fix them. Friends, I've been I've been really doing a lot of inside work here. You know, I've been I've been confronting my my fear and my shame. Uh, a lot of that is generated from difficult feelings that bubble up from life. You know, it's really hard for me to be with my anger, to be with my sadness. I feel guilty. I I feel like I'm a monster because I feel these things. Um, and, you know, intellectually I know I'm not, but but my 
my life of feelings and coping and surviving with, with all the things around me has forged me in this way. I'm very sensitive, you know, I, I'm a good listener, been doing a lot of cozy zones. It's, there's been a month hiatus, but we're back. Got a lot of them in the can. This one is very exciting, Anna Dresden, uh, episode 34. I, I went to go see Anna. I was riding on the bus, and I, I, that whole day, I, I was just brimming with, with fear and angst and, and self-loathing and doubt, and I was nervous about how the interview was going to go because I didn't want to, you know, taint the thing with all of my Michigas, really. And we, we were texting on the bus, and we were making text jokes, and I really don't make a lot of text jokes, and I, I, was, I was really trying hard because Anna is a comedian. She's a stand-up. She writes for Reductress. Um, she's in Gentleman Party. She, she's someone I look up to a lot and someone I, I want, frankly, to be my comedy mentor, my comedy guru. And I felt like I had a lot to prove. I, you know, I've been talking a lot. I've been gearing up for diving into a life of comedy, this podcast is sort of like your glimpse into what does it look like of someone striving, of someone who maybe has, you know, has the capacity, has the talent, has the ability, but has not taken that leap of faith yet. And so, so this is where we are. We, we are, we are seeking out cozy zones. We are, we are getting to the bottom of it. We are dreaming creative dreams and, uh, you know, and so this is what it looks like. And Anna and I had a beautiful conversation. Um, you know, I, I find a lot of people who, who devote their lives to comedy are dealing with a lot of demons, are dealing with a lot of emotional baggage and fear and shame, of course, and, and use comedy as a mask and as a weapon. You know, you can, you can divert attention away from your inner self by, by putting on a funny voice. And I, I was really grateful that Anna gave freely of herself. She was vulnerable. She was honest um, and was very, very funny. I laughed a lot. Very grateful for that. Um, yeah, I, I, I know you're really going to enjoy this episode. I'm really grateful to be back in the Cozy Zone saddle. Um, gosh, fucking social media. I'm there quietly waiting like, a, like an asp in a hole you know, for you to come along. Uh, if you want to come to my asp hole, uh, it's at Ben Weber projects on Instagram, uh, at cozy zones on Twitter. I never tweet asp hole, uh, Facebook cozy zone foundation. A lot of likes Paul Wainwright, you motherfucker. What a kind gentleman you are. Paul Wainwright's a boyhood friend of mine out of nowhere. Uh, you know, sort of proclaimed his love for cozy zone on Facebook, which was very sweet, really validating. Thank you, Paul. You garnered me a lot of likes. And what's nice about these likes is when someone likes Cozy Zone Foundation on Facebook, the, the actual foundation, the donors, the board of the foundation, um, uh, add to the endowment by $100,000. So I think there were uh, five, five or more likes. Um, so we have $500,000 uh, toward our artistic collaborations, which is really fantastic. Thank you so much, Paul. And thank you uh, to the Cozy Zone Foundation, who, of course, is the sole sponsor of our enterprise here. Um, gosh, there's so much to say. There's so much gratitude. There's so much fear. Um, 
I'm, I'm really grateful to be in this room. I, I can't wait to figure out what the fuck to do with it. Um, I, I got to hang some curtains. Um, I, I was sitting in this room and I saw this, this, uh, I guess Haitian church parade go by. Um, it was really something. Everyone was dressed in white. There were a lot of U-Hauls. There was a lot of like service organizations who were marching. Um, everyone had an, I love Jesus in like purple letters on white signs. It was quite, quite interesting. Um, so, you know, if there were curtains up in this room, I would have missed that. Um, but you know, that was, we can, we can have a multitudes of experience. We can have multitudes of experience in our life. Um, yeah. So listen, without further ado, please enjoy episode 34 of Cozy Zone with Ben Weber, Anna Dresden on her blanket covered futon. What, where did this magazine rack come from? It came from Amazon.com. Uh, because I wanted an over-the-toilet organizer for like five years, and I just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. And the one that I wanted came with a magazine rack and an over-the-door organizer, which didn't fit over the bathroom, so now it's over there. Oh, I see it. It's nice. Yeah, yeah thank some, you. Some purple garments. Yeah, we're, the, yeah. we're a purple house. Yeah, uh, like a Ravenclaw. I can't. I can't. We won't. Let's, uh, you're wearing a purple, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, purple, purple shirt. I didn't even know. Yeah, I'm not. Let's see. We're, we're, you please, you don't need to stop with your magazine rack. No, it's, um, I just like knowing that it's there. Yeah, we can return to it at any time. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can lean back. This, I, I wanted to, uh, yeah, this can also scooch. Oh, yeah. Toward. And we have a lot of cords, but yeah, that's nice too. This I'm is just, good. this is like a, a snake's nest of, Liquids yeah. and uh, and cord tangles. Really I'm just thinking. I'm thinking of snakes drinking some tea, or just having little oh. like little jars of various liquids that snakes need. Some snake glue. Snake glue. Uh, snake oil. Snake oil. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They got a horrible deal on it from some <laughs> asshole. They're like, I don't know. This guy talked me into it, yeah. but it's like I'm a snake. Yeah. I don't need no, more oil. No, you're trying to get it off. You trade like you spend, you know, you put on your snake lotion. You yeah. You have your snake uh, scrub. There's just like a lot of ascribed products for snakes. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Because they're fine. Yeah. Just how they are. Yeah. And I am surprised. There's like a lot of like skin, snake skin products, mm-hmm. but they, they shed their skin like in one go every, what, two weeks, three weeks, month? At least. At least. Just often. A couple times a day. Yeah. Yeah. And they look so shiny and new. They do. Um, I had a friend in elementary school whose dad was a herpetologist okay. and they had over 70 snakes in their basement like plastic shoe boxes it uh, is a herpetologist a scientist that a, studies snakes reptiles reptiles in general yeah. yeah oh i can also close this door so there's less of an echo oh there i yeah it's okay it's okay are you getting echo i'm getting a little echo okay yeah nice that sounded so much like a door closing. It's yeah, amazing. yeah, we get we can sell that. Yeah, we can salvage uh, a lot of this That's for good. for some sounds for our sound friends. Our sound friends who need found sound. Found, found sound dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
Anna Dresden, thank you so much for <laughs> inviting me over <laughs> to your house. Uh, I'm really enjoying myself so far. Good. I, I haven't tasted my uh, citrus spice tea yet. Oh, your herbal unwind? Herbal unwind. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a gendered tea product. Okay. I imagine for the ladies. Because the ladies, they're wound. I feel wound. You've got to unwind. Mm. No? You're not. Is it emotional. because of my privilege? Mm, I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, meaning everything in society is made, is built for me. Mm. Uh, like I have like a, a place um, to be. Like any, anywhere I go, there's a place for me. There's what like, are you talking about? I love men. No, I, I know. Uh, yeah. No, I, I love being a man. And I feel, I feel your love. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, uh, you're, you're saying that ladies are wound tight. Oh, yeah. You know those crazy dates. Oh, yeah. Why do you think so? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just being a dick. I, I mean, don't. I think we were, I don't know what we were doing. I we're, don't either. We're going to find it. I think it's good. I have to tell you that I, you asked me what I, I did all day. And I, I told you, yeah, I run errands, I ran errands, I, yeah. I dropped off the compost. But for some reason today, I have been in like emotional turmoil. No. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, buddy. Like, I know. It's bad. It's like uh, having a lot of existential crises, thinking oh. about art. Um, really, I, I was like nervous and excited to come do this zone. Yeah. Um, uh, excited because... Uh, I I really respect all the work that you do, and I, Good. I I hold you as someone who is really doing it, really really doing things that I think are spectacular. That's a nice boy thing to say. No, hey, you know, I it's true, um, and and uh, nervous because I want to I want to ask you how to do it, uh, and uh, and. I, I know that you have the answers. I do. And I'm afraid that once I hear those answers, m- my my fear of not succeeding will be replaced by fear of succeeding. Whoa. So there's a lot going on. That's a lot I to brought, carry I brought, and to feel. I brought a lot to this zone. I brought a lot to your zone. <laughs> but thank God it's so nice. Good. Isn't it so... Like, I love my house so much. It's not convenient, but I think there's good vibes. It's it's not... A, I, I found a very easy time getting here from the bus. Okay, good. Yeah. What yeah. is your train? What is the train? It's the FG. Okay. Yeah. Great. To 15th? Yeah. 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 Great. Come on down and find me. Yeah. Who knows? It Who could, knows? Which direction, we won't say. No. But so, yeah, tell us about where we are. Um, We're in my house. Uh, in my living room on my futon that doesn't um, it doesn't really work anymore. It's sort of in a, a halfway zone between being a bed and being a couch. But it also kind of feels loungy and comfortable. Uh, it's teal colored, which is recent. Okay. Uh, you uh, got a new... Uh, I got a new cover new skin. immediately before it broke. Okay. Which is great. Um, and uh, we've got some pillows and comforters on the couch and we've got tea and water. Yeah. Which are just some of my favorite. I my favorite thing as a kid was to go out on the couch in the morning with my blanket and pillow. Oh. Cuz it was like your bed was expanding <laughs> and you didn't have to do anything but you were out of bed and my parents would be like don't sleep on the couch and I'd be like I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 
It's a small act of rebellion, but like a cozy one. Yeah. So every, like every weekend, every day you would do that? Um, I can't tell. It seems like a weekend thing. Yeah. 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 Cause I guess like then you'd have to get to school and that would be quite a, yeah. that would be like an extra step that who yeah, no, no one has energy for. I think I generally wanted to stay in my room and like put a step between me and the front door. Yeah. Yeah. Had a lot of issues getting out. Um, would you just sleep? Would you watch TV? Would you read? Um, I would listen to music mm. and like dance around. Oh my God. What would you listen to? Oh, a lot of pop. Z100. Okay. America's number one hit music station. It, Ever heard of it? I have. Good. But is it, is it America or is it New York? I mean, I mean, right. What's the difference? Right. You know, I know. Uh, Cause you're from, I'm from Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Massapequa. Okay. Yeah. It's a good place is it, for it, things. It sounds famous. Is that because... It is known for different things. Jerry Seinfeld is from there. Mm-hmm. The Baldwin brothers are from there. Brian Setzer. Wow. Uh, there's also a famous burger place called All American that's out there that's like an old-fashioned, greasy cancer pit mm. that you can feed at. It just recently... People started calling it a cancer pit just because of just that. Just right now. Just because that <laughs> yeah. World Health Organization ruling. Oh, yeah. About beef and, and cured meat and processed meat. Yeah. All American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what, there. What do you order when you go? I have not gone there. Like, for me, that's the part of my town that, like, kids who had cars and stuff would oh. go to. But I, I liked being inside. So. Who were who were you if you were a kid who didn't have a car? I was into my extracurricular activities and then my house. <laughs> <laughs> I like don't know most of the people I went to school with because I was like, I have to go to karate. Nice. Goodbye. Did you have, I mean, did you make other, did you make other acquaintances? I had other... friends. Yeah. I had like good friends, but I would see them mostly in school. Uh, and I had like two-ish boyfriends in high school and I would just see them at school. <laughs> Who were they? They're, <laughs> they're boys. Okay. They're good boys. They were friends? They were friends of yours? Yeah. yeah. One of them was uh, in my friend's circle and he was like a cool punk boy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, he's there. He's good. Good. And then I dated a guy who was in 10th grade when I was a senior. Okay, nice. Which was like basically a pedophile. No, I I had, I was the same, I was that 10th grader. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think that's a great 10th grader to be. Yeah. It, you feel, I felt unbelievable. I felt yeah? like a million bucks. Was it like a serious relationship? Oh, yeah. It was the, like... Yeah, the longest relationship I've ever been in. How long were you guys together? Four and a half years. That is so long. Too long. Too long. Too long? I th- you, yeah, you definitely. You like outgrew each other kind of Well, thing? so I was, you're 16 yeah. when you're in 10th ten- grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was 17. And yeah, I mean, she graduated and went to college and I was a junior in high school. So then what do you do? Like, and we sort of, sort of dated yeah. for a while and there was a weird interim period um, and we were really into, she was really into like radical honesty. And so like would disclose like everything that was going on oh my God, at this college. Girl sounds so hip. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, she is, she's lives in South Africa. She's a, a director 
Um, you got all these like hip, sexy, international friend acquaintances. That I guess so. I think is the coolest. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, but you you know anyway. Well, how long did your tenth oh, grade? Like four months. Okay. We only saw each other in school because his parents were like Long Island Jewish parents who were mm. like, "You're not going anywhere ever." Right. Um, and <laughs> and my parents were also of the same mindset, and I didn't really care to learn how to drive, so we would like dry hump at parties and then be like, "All right, see you in school." Nice. Um. Yeah, and then. At prom, I was like, let's go do sex. And he was like, I can't. I have to go to soccer camp. And then literally ran out the front door and his mom was in a van waiting and drove him to soccer camp. At like, <laughs> like 11 where, p.m.? <laughs> At t- why would he go? No, no, no. It was the next morning. Oh, but he had to get ready? I, I mean, so. anyway, that's horrible. Yeah, and then uh, he dumped me over instant messenger because he said that someone on MySpace told him that they were dating me, which <sighs> wasn't true. That's awful. <laughs> that's awful. It's kind of awesome. I mean, it is awesome. It's like such a like tropey thing. Yeah, I mean, I would have felt terrible. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. We... I've had like such intense romantic feelings my whole life that when I was actually in a relationship, it was like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So like the things that happened and it never really felt. Talk to me, talk to me about that. So what is that? What is that? What did that look like? Your, your intense romantic feelings? Like, so it was like, oh, just like be so in love with people and like not talk to them. And then that was fine. Yeah. Well, so so there was there was like a, a fantasy. Oh yeah, fantasy going on. Oh yeah, uh, that's a hard mental pattern to break too. Oh oh god, yes. Yeah yeah. Like the difference between living in your head and actually doing something is so disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I, this is this is what I'm thinking about. Like this is like yeah, These are w- these are the feelings that I'm having. I want to talk about that so much. Yeah the specifically like fantasy versus reality or about or, well what you're talking about oh, what i'm talking about stand up stuff stand up stuff and fear yeah and and fear uh yeah there's just there's a lot of i've just been feeling a lot of fear yeah mm-hmm. what do you think it will happen like what's your fear there's there's two fears one fear is that i'll never do it and right. i will hate myself forever so the fear is that you will hate yourself hate myself forever yeah and that i'll be the ultimate disappointment to myself um which is possible that's intense yeah the ultimate disappointment yeah i will i will i will so i've been i've been in therapy for about a year which is which is amazing you like your person i love my person that's the best yeah yeah um and yeah talking a lot about like how i have trouble with disappointment and also like I I position myself as sort of the ultimate expert of my own experience. So like no one can care for me as well as I can care for myself. Oh yeah. And that means that I don't let people take care of me nor do I believe people when they want to give me things or pay me compliments or, or that kind of thing. That feels very resonant. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately, so then like, so I, I am the master of my own 
emotions and therefore I have this idea of like this this dream this this desire to we'll just you know to say to like you know pursue a life of stand-up comedy um and I haven't because I'm afraid um and I guess you know I guess I'm a little afraid of like bombing a little bit but like that's like being on stage and saying a joke and people don't laugh yeah the silence yeah what would that what do you imagine that feels like like embarrassing uh, yeah or? yeah embarrassing and then having nothing else or like having like imagining just having like one joke and then like hoping that it'll go well and then i'll come up with another joke like yeah that, that's like that's what i i imagine in my head yeah so it's good <laughs> if you have one joke and it goes well or yeah. bad yeah that's good it's good yeah yeah because then it's like oh yeah now i'm fine uh, yeah. yeah one joke just needs to go well what about if you it took like well, the thing is, you have like such a natural charm and you have so much performance experience yeah. and you see so much performance and you're so involved in it yeah. and you're so educated about it that like I had a similar thing where I came from a performing background. So like there's a lot of natural charm and presence and intelligence that you will skate by on for a while. So like I don't imagine you bombing okay. the way that someone who would like, I ah, hear some jokes about fat people. Oh, that didn't go well. Oh, no. I wonder why. And then he goes for a walk and, like, learns about the world. Like, you... (laughs) I like that person. Like, wait a minute. Why didn't they like... Like, you are so advanced in so many ways that you're going to skip a lot of those uh, bad feelings. Um, Thank you. This is nice. No, it's true. I'm going to try to give it to you as real as possible because I also don't believe people when they are nice to me, so... Mm. Um, um uh, yeah like I, like which what kind of people all people um it's nice to hear yeah like it's nice to hear but i also suspect that maybe they're wrong right yeah um yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like i empathize with that because yeah. how could anyone know you as well as you know yourself yeah and there's so many convincing people who believe different things i generally like I also tend to believe anything that the person in front of me is saying. Hmm. Like I'll adopt their that's mindset. That's really interesting. Or I, yeah. like silently hate them. But oh. I tend to not like be myself too much around other people. Mm. Um, I'm doing that less, which is good. That is good. Yeah. So like, yeah, just like a complicated relationship with what other people tell me. I will I will offer similarly that I notice that I take on the emotional state of like anyone around me stranger or not like yeah. like I'm very highly over attuned to how people are feeling like people on the train people walking around the street if someone like gives me a look I die inside yeah. a little bit like oh. I I take it on and and that's not healthy or helpful no, no. yeah um so similarly, yeah, I don't know. I uh, yeah, that's that's something. It, there's a lot. There's a lot there. Well, it's hard to be people. a person. Yeah. Oh my it's god. It's really hard to be a person around other people. There is, I don't know what platform you platformed it on, but you you were talking about like comedy is literally saying "come die." <laughs> what was? Where was that? Where did that I was see on that? Facebook. That was good. 
That was good. A little zing. I really like that. What what inspired that? I was so mad. Tell me. <laughs> I'm at like a very sad place with um, comedy right now, I think. Uh, I've just been doing it for a while, and it's scary to think that it could, like I could have made this big, radical, sort of punk rock life my life and that there might not be a payoff ever that like I'll just be the like raggedy tired sort of sometimes broke person forever Mm. and there will be no glory it'll just be like oh there's our ridiculous friend (laughs) oh no (laughs) what glory do you dream about do you do you hope for um I want to write on a television show I want to do acting on a television show. Well, that's the other thing that scares me is because like I can't really picture what uh, what I'm doing will look like when it's on a bigger scale. Like that scares me because when I mm. think about like okay, well, what's a big thing? I don't know that any of them exactly appeal to me. Like beyond what I'm doing now with like weird shows in different places and like funny articles and web series. Like I yeah. You say all that with like a little voice, but like, let me just say those things pretty, pretty web like series. Web, web series, <laughs> book, book articles, book articles, books. You like you are you are prolific um, and talented. Thank you very much. Yes, um, that is a nice thing. So let's let's just sort of let's just sort of get it all out there. Yeah. All right. So Anna Dresden, you you have had a a, a virally. A successful blog. Mm-hmm. How may we hate you? That's that. That's the one. What is that? Uh, it's a funny blog written by me and my friend Todd that are transcripts of interactions we've had working as concierges in Times Square. They are they are so absurd and <laughs> sad and sick and funny. <laughs> I love them so. Thank you. And. Not just me, but they, they may, someone made it into a book. Who made it into We're, a book? Uh, it's under uh, Penguin Random House. It's an imprint of Crown Publishing called yeah. Potter Style. Awesome. They mostly do cookbooks and books about scarves. Do they have glasses? <laughs> Is that, am I thinking of something else? Yeah. They have a little glasses? I think so, yeah. No, that's that one over there, that oh. journal that says do one thing every day that scares you. I think that's them. It's over, it's over there, you know? I can't see it. I'd see outdoor entertaining. Um, yeah. Well, that, yeah. My friend found that on the sidewalk uh, on the way to my birthday party and gave it to me <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, no, I guess it's uh, a lion. A lion. With a flower. Oh, yeah. That's nothing like glasses. Know. No, I found that book on the sidewalk and started making fun of it and then looked at the spine and it was exactly the imprint of the book. <laughs> Is it, I mean, how I imagine the book might actually be a little good. It's a journal. Yeah. With little prompts. I'm sure I would have a, I would love it. But, yeah. You know, we protect ourselves. We protect ourselves through. with a nice sheen of, suspicion. And yeah. And what, what is it? What is alacrity? What is, is that a word? Oh yeah. But I don't know. Alacrity. Uh, That's a word. Say. Sounds like a word. We're going to leave it there. It's it a beautiful right word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you so you you're you have a book coming. I have a book coming. Uh that'll come out in May. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like I mean, our the people we've been working on it 
with at Potter Style have just been the best, smartest, funniest, most receptive, kindest, hardest working, best people. Uh, we got so lucky and they're really good like explaining book world to us because we don't know book. What uh, <laughs> what have you learned? Like what are what are, what is the so surprising much. thing about book world? Book world takes a long time. Mm-hmm. It's very slow. Um, and uh, if you want your book to be at Urban Outfitters, it can only have a certain amount of each kind of curse word in it mm. because they're owned by conservative Christians. Right. Um, yeah, we were told three shits and a fuck. Yikes. <laughs> you have a lot more, fuck. like, there's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of cursing, and it was really frustrating to see that, like, when you did replace it with other words, it got better and funnier, which is like, oh. Well, that's, Damn it. Well, I mean, that's okay. That's it just got more specific. Yeah. And it made me think, like, ah, oh, Jerry Seinfeld was right. Oh, man. This is a, this is a very important day for me <laughs> is it <laughs> yes Why? because we're d- i'm this like i'm here this to i'm here to learn i'm here to heal yeah i'm here to i'm here to heal. <laughs> yeah it was a healer summit um <laughs> welcome thank you the shittiest healers no it's nice there's Not a lot tea. Of turnout. oh it was great it was exactly the number there's of paisley a paisley comforter yeah. i really like it yeah that's um maybe culturally insensitive i can't tell I, what culture? I don't know. India? Sure. But it could be just like it's 60s, well, which is India. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I Let's say it's okay. Yeah. I wanted something colorful, uh, but duvets are very expensive. Mm. Even at Ikea? Well, they, I didn't like what they had. Got it. You don't, I didn't yeah. like what they had. I, okay. The reviews were not good. Yikes. Yeah. 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 Where is this one from? Uh, internet. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon also. Yeah, yeah. I I also do a lot of shopping. <laughs> I on hate how much I use evil companies. I also I have a credit card from Amazon. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Is it good? I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I get points that I can use to like you know ruin everyone's life. I Did know. you read that article? I heard the This American Life story about the the warehouse. Yeah. Oh, there's the warehouse, and then there's the like white collar people. So oh, I did read that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Some I was reading it. Uh, I took a trip up to Beacon, and I was reading it in a coffee shop, and some person like snatched it out of my hand. It's like showed his friend. Look at this article. So I read a little bit of it. <laughs> that man. It's he snatched it out of your hand. Yeah. What's going on in Beacon that they're so confident? You know, I life is good. You know, there <laughs> it it's is a, beautiful up there. there right yeah, here. there. You know, you're a big fish. The thought of not only touching but grabbing another person's newspaper—I I don't know if it was in my hand. I might have been on the table, and Even I was like still, peering over. It might it. as well have been in your hand, right? Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, I I also love Uber, which I'm not proud of, but it's mm. so easy, and they're always so much more respectful and not scary. Yeah, I yes, absolutely. Oh, what's happening? Oh, there oh. we go. There oh, we there go. you go. There it's a little loose, a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um, yeah, get loose. <laughs> no, it, well, tighten up. Yeah. The mic should be tight, but the mic should be tight. The lips. everyone else get loose. Yeah, everyone else. Are you? Love. How are you doing? Um, unseen listener like Anna oh, Dresden. You, you there <laughs> you out there set you, you up right for... now feel where your body's at yeah do Where's, a scan where are you yeah oh, 
I love a body scan. Do you practice meditation? I try so much. And I, when I do it, it improves my mental health by about a thousand percent. And then I just won't do it for another month. <sighs> this is a similar experience, except the only difference for me is that I have like waking nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> And then I like I did it once. I was like, okay, like I've been, I've, I got an app and it like yeah. guided me through it. And, sure, sure, sure. and I was like, great, this app is great. You and like I was the like, app? and yeah, I like mm-hmm. the app. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do some freestyle meditation. Just breathe mindfully for like 15 minutes. Mm-mm. Yikes. Fuck that. <laughs> well, and yeah, there was just like this like horrendously like racist, sexually violent like <laughs> scene that like popped what? into my head. And I was just like, this is. This, I don't know what I need. That's working out something. Something. Something's something. getting out. Yeah. You know, we really do hold those fantasies <laughs> in our muscles, you know? Yeah, I didn't know. Our muscles hold emotions. God. Uh, yeah, I sometimes will get paranoid about breathing when I'm meditating because I had asthma as a kid and I don't like anything that tells me how and when to breathe. Like mm. it, any kind of like paying attention to it, just I yawn so much and it sometimes I'll feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. Um. When I, when I was doing stuff that was like, uh, kind of whatever meditation is where you like, just focus on your breath and like, let the thoughts go. I think that's gen- but, general. Yeah. General? But then I started doing more mindfulness mm. kind of stuff where you pay attention to your body and I that see. felt so much more doable and like what's going on around you. Mm. Oh. I have a book for, uh, mindfulness for people with ADHD, which oh. has been, I've been reading it half a page at a time <laughs> for the past year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which i'm counting as a win yes yes yeah yeah little bit a little bit here and there yeah it's helpful but yeah but it was like yeah look around see what you see what do you notice about it and i was like you know what that feels just as valid as like nothing is here right and it's yeah, so much more doable because there's so much uh stimulation all the time oh my god yeah you you live right next to a freeway i do I don't um, hear it. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I but, was thinking about that. Like, yeah. and it's actually kind of beautiful. It's like a river. Yeah, I, that's it's set down. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was thinking, oh, that's sort of a bummer, but it's not a bummer. It's like really beautiful around here. My block is kind of shitty, but if you go another block and a half, it's really pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And you have that fun diner downstairs. I love that diner. Mm-hmm. Do you know they make good food? I you believe it. You can get it. I'm, I may. You can get it. I may get it. It's good. I may. Their breakfast burritos are really good. Mm. They make good cheeseburgers sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all depending on who's there. But right, the chef wise, or I guess so. Yeah, they've seen me through a lot. Noel's my he's my main guy downstairs. Okay. He's, he's seen me through a lot of uh, dating the same person over and over. Oh, and they know. Oh, man. That's cool. I'll hesitate to bring someone new there because it's like, yeah. you know what? If Noel's going to meet you, I want to make sure this is real. Yeah. Because I don't want to just bring another fucking dog walker in there. Oh, man. Not another one. Dating dog walkers? Yeah. I mean, it? not really. In theory. <laughs> dog walker adjacent. You know what? There's nothing There's nothing wrong with walking dogs. No, no. They need to be walked. Absolutely. I walk dogs. I walk dogs. I washed them. Wash dogs. I worked at a groomer for a while. Wow. Um, dog walking adjacent. We'll we'll get back to that. Yeah. But so we're 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 slowly making our way through your your CV. My brain. 
After my what? CV. CV, my CV. Yes. Um, so you're a famous blogger. Famous blogger. Book. Blog book. Book. book lady book lady i'm also working on the reductress book yes oh yeah. and and yeah you write for Re- reductress, write for reductress which is a wonderful hilarious a wonderful, site hilarious site female forward female forward satire fake magazine fake women's magazine um and it's for um you know like bad bitches who don't give a fuck That's yeah what it's, for. it's really funny yeah thank you yeah we try if it were up to me the entire website would be about ghosts and pee but <laughs> they have to put this their is, foot down this sometimes. is why you know there's an editorial staff but that's good that i you mean have... i am one of the editors and they're like oh. there's checks and balances yeah that's they're what like, you need well anna we have we've had three fart articles in the past <laughs> month <laughs> and i was like yeah but this one it's really really breaking really, new ground really funny breaking new wind breaking new wind. yikes <laughs> I was, I'm snorting while laughing, which means I'm really relaxed. My God. I, um, speaking of the uh, self-destructive chatter that lives in my mind, yeah. I was like, all I want, all I want is to make Anna Dresden laugh. Oh, cozy you are one of the funniest people I know. Well, that's good. Some of the things, I'll like, the things that I'll never forget that people said that made me laugh, a lot of them are Ben Weber originals. Yikes. Um, well... <laughs> Can I tell you a time you made me laugh so much that Please. I almost died? Please. Um, so we were going to Florida for the Miami Improv <laughs> yes. Festival. Ever heard of it? <laughs> You've heard of Miami and improv. <laughs> well, I'm about to blow your mind. Yeah. Um, and my dad dropped me off at the airport and it was, <laughs> it was, I think it was you and Packard. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, look, there's the two of you. You guys always go together, right? You're a pair package deal, right? And it was like him just like doing a weird bit. Like yeah. I don't, he just, he's, he's a very funny person. But he, is. he was like, they were like, oh yeah, I guess so. And he went away. And you were like, oh yeah, you two, a couple of gay faggots, huh? <laughs> couple of gay, you put your dicks in each other, huh? That's right. I heard about you. You put your dicks in each other's butthole, buttholes. Oh yeah. Ben and Nick, the two butthole dicks. <laughs> Jeez, oh, <laughs> is your dad's name Rich? That's my brother's name. Oh. My dad's name is Warren. That Warren, was so good. Uh, You're good at remembering. Uh, Do you have a good memory? I'm a, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, mine's pretty bad. Well, you um, have a you have a good. You live in the moment. Nope. <laughs> you thrive in the nope. moment. Fail. No. <laughs> no. Where do you live? Nowhere. Oh God. <laughs> Distracting. Yeah. Well. Distracting myself. In the in your body. No. Oh. Um. I don't know. When my you, brain. Your brain. Worry. Okay. Yeah. It chattering? Is uh-huh. it a chatter? Yeah. Uh-huh. Worry. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But does the does it manifest does the worry manifest itself in your body? Yeah. Where do you feel it? Uh my neck. Hmm. And uh I hunch over a lot. And I worry. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's alright, yeah. Yeah. Uh <sighs> Warren. Warren. Warren Dresden. Good guy. Very good. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it was a slur. I'm no, I, I'm sorry for <laughs> one saying it. But like, I don't know. There's a lot of... You, okay. Th- so this makes me think of a question I want to ask you about, okay. about like language and comedy. 
Oh, okay. And like sort of the poetics of, of comedy yeah, and and I don't know. no, I know you don't know, but you you have a. All right, so you were talking to me about at uh, at at Chris and Andrew's wedding. You, uh-huh. were, you were telling me about like, oh, I don't want to do open mics anymore because of this one bit you did about rape statistics. Oh yeah, no, they didn't want to hear. But it. I loved, I loved <laughs> your rape statistic bit, and. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. D- Basically, uh, oh, it's very dark. I've just felt very dark about comedy in general. So That's all my okay. jokes are like kind of bitter. And That's weird. fine. Um, I mean, I have my regular stuff that I do, but any new jokes are like, ah, you don't want to think about this ever. Uh, but like, um, that uh, forty uh, percent of men, when polled in a survey from the mid '90s, said that they would rape if they could get away with it, but. The thing is, only 2% of rapists ever see jail time. So this is really a story about men getting in their own way. Not going after what they want. Wow, that is so dark. It's so dark. So dark. Yeah. Did people yell out? I didn't really... It wasn't... No one was really paying attention. That's hard. But I did... I don't even know. What did I... It, the, I was the, like, oh, men are rapists. I don't know. All right. Well, so the the question is <laughs> the question here really this is this is exactly the impression I want people to have of my comedy. But I okay. But I uh, when I heard I was excited. Like that's it's exciting because it makes me think about like you know certainly ghosts and pee and farts are like you know delicious topics yeah. to to mine. Yeah. You know for the for the the laughs, mm-hmm. but like also the world is a dark, disgusting place. Like yeah. you're not, and I'm not like sitting sucking on like you know deep worry and anxiety just because. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's all sorts of reasons, but I would I would posit that some of those reasons are that the world is shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And as comedians. There is a there's an opportunity to shed some light to mm-hmm. like you know help people breathe together literally yeah. and like laugh and breathe and you know yeah, yeah, make yeah. you know bust holes through the roof of Punching. something yeah yeah for sure well, yeah it's like it comes back to this thing of like people say that you have to be depressed to be a comedian which like right that's a I question. don't know that I disagree with that but. I think there just has to be something that's like antsy that hasn't been heard yet that like needs to be heard. Yeah. You like need to have some kind of sense that you haven't had your say just yet. Um, which like, I think you can still have that if you're like happy, I think, but it's a lot easier to get there if you're not. That's really interesting. Um, we just something about like something that's like, antsy it's like a torch song almost that like no one has heard this and this is my like forevermore like urge that has not been heard just yet what is a torch song torch song is a um oh no it's uh like from it's like a american standard songs like women holding a torch for someone for a man like a torch song like i feel like ella fitzgerald sang them okay Maybe Nancy Sinatra, that kind of okay. era-ish. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, this is something that I could complain about forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see you do mics. 
and shows. Yeah, I would. I would love that too. What's your like weekly schedule like? You generally work till like what time? Six usually. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Things are usually starting around six thirty. It looks like so. so yeah. The internet. You know about Bad Slava? Uh, a little. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah, got the, the calendar. Yeah. All the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Open mics. Mm-hmm. Do That's you? Are there ones that you like? Um, I. It's been so long since I was going consistently to them, which is not good. But mm. I just can't. I'll die. I have other stuff that I do. Um, but I would be so much better on stage if I went to them. So I wish I did more. But, um, but yeah, there are ones that I like that are just different places. But um, which I'm happy to give you that proprietary knowledge. Yeah. Off the air. Oh, totally. Great. Um, Great. I would. Yeah. Tell you the best bars. Can't wait. Um, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't have an MFA in creative screaming. Uh, I say the word dick a lot. Sorry, guys. Not very smart. Uh, God. You know? Oh, please. <laughs> Come on. None of this. Mm. All right. So I guess, like, when you when you deliver your comedy, are you thinking about feminism? Are you thinking about... Uh, destroying the patriarchy not really uh i generally think about what i want to say that i think is funny or that i'm angry about just anything that's like you're fired up and you got to tell people about it i think makes the best comedy Mm -hmm. um you can definitely like sit down and write like this thing is like that thing fill in blanks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i feel nothing oh god um you definitely could do that Uh uh-huh um, but I don't do that. Right. But I guess, but there, I guess, I don't know. I've, I've made up my mind, obviously that like you are a, you are a feminist political comedian. Yeah. This that's is what, well, I've that's what ends up coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like whatever people associate you with, I don't know, like people, like I just got interviewed for this like NYU journalism project about women who are self deprecating on stage. Oh, man. And I was like happy to participate, but it was also like, fuck, no, I don't stop asking why we're talking about things. We're talking about it because it's what we write comedy about. And oh. they're like, you're doing it because no one else has done it yet. And I was like, no, I'm doing it because that's like, I'm like, that's what I would do off stage. So I'm on stage now and that's still who I am. Huh. Um, what was the, what was the like heart of this article? I think it was uh, like, that it's impossible for women to uh, be dominant through traditional means of domination. So it was like shitting on yourself as a means of um, like beating them to the punch so that you can then move forward. Hmm. I don't disagree with it, but I'm also like, fucking shut up. Like, just go to shows and cover them. Right. Just go to shows and cover them. Stop yeah. asking. Like, I understand being interested in it and asking why. Yeah. But it's also like, people want to ask me things about comedy all the time. And it's like, you know what? I'm not good enough of a comedian to actually be telling you about my process. Like, you know what I should be doing right now instead of like, well, here's my theory on why women say this. Like I should be at a mic. I should not be like, but that's very interesting. Cause like I, that maybe is it, you have this aura of expertise. Like I, I like came here today. was like, all right. Oh yeah. Anna, well, I Anna like talking Dresden. about myself a lot. I well, think it's mostly like uh I I saw this quote. I think it was from Christine Nangle. I've been attributing it to her. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She's like a 
UCB original person mm-hmm. moving forward. Like that was, wow, this is sort of a word soup. She's a com- com- comedian person. Mm-hmm. And she tweet, I saw a tweet that she did like right when I was starting comedy and it said, Hey, female comedians, you should spend way more time being a female comedian than talking about what it's like to be one, like mm. a lot more time. Yeah. And it's true. Like yeah. there's like no shortage of people who are like, but do you feel that the audience is sizing up what you're wearing? It's like, yeah, they are. I like, I can't, but I gotta I guess, go right. I guess like, I mean, certainly there are differences. Like certainly. Yeah. This is not, but like everyone does self-deprecate like that's like yeah that's what people do that's what yeah. comedy is i was like that's the only reason you're doing this so, like there's any grounds to it is because like it seems plausible because yeah. you're like not actually listening to their comedy huh. um <sighs> you know yeah but so, yeah I go, oh. no i got nothing i yeah. just want to play with this allen wrench yeah that's good um gentleman party yeah you're a new I'm new a recruit. fresh, I'm the newest doll in the set. That's amazing. So, so let's, let's take a, take a little step back. Yeah. We met. We met. Uh, at, I imagine at the auditions for Danger Box Improv at NYU, I was a senior. Yeah. You were a freshman. Fresh. So fresh. Um, and I, and yeah, you were wonderful. Thank you. Um, that was a, a galvanizing life experience. Yeah. That whole day. That that was a... So what do we have? We probably had two rounds of auditions. I don't even remember exactly how mm-hmm. they worked. So we like sent people home. Yeah. And then there was there like were, a final... Yeah. There were four rounds and everyone else died. And then yeah. the four of us got in. Yeah. Was that the one where like... Was that the like freak out one? No, I'm trying to Who remember. Could it. say? Yeah, I don't know. There was one weird, like, freak out. Every it was, it was someone was very weird, but it was it was you, Emily Schmidt, uh-huh. Andrew Farmer, uh-huh. and Spencer Novick. Spencer Novick, who couldn't make the audition, so you guys had a rehearsal with him. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's weird. It was. Why would we do that? I don't know. That's shady. He's a magical boy. He is a magical boy. <laughs> huh? Yeah, but that was like. I was so green by the time I got to college because I spent a lot of time just like doing ballet or being in my house. And karate. And karate and like reading fan fiction about elves. Um, Awesome. And uh, so I got to college and I got into the group and I like, I didn't know if it was a professional group or not. Like I didn't know what it was. I was like, (laughs) I think I'm on Broadway. Like I'm not (laughs) sure. But for me, like adults doing things and you guys are all like, full adults in my brain like i have i have a lot of like hero worship issues with like you and a lot of other people from that like if i meet somebody in that kind of like lofted position i'll never be able to see them as a normal human being so i apologize no i i am beyond honored (laughs) be honored but yeah i called my parents i was like i think i gotta drop out of school i don't know like this could be it (laughs) this could be it (laughs) i think i'm on television like i don't know god like no it's a NYU club. Do you remember still... the first show? You yes. Were... Was it? It was in Shoren. It was. Uh huh. Were the you room. Were you nervous? I think I was just so yeah. I was really nervous, and I was feeling a lot of love feelings and very Good. excited. And um, yeah, we went to an after party at your house after with oh. cool people oh, with great. jobs and and Lisa. No and one Axel. had jobs. <laughs> we were 
no. a job where is where you are a, a person where who we have an apartment and we go to class. Oh, kendo. <laughs> kendo is a job. That's that's yeah, the excellent. that's the swords. No, they were all just like cool people They're who were cool like, people. we know what we're doing. I know how to open a beer bottle, and I was like, ah. Oh yeah. I wrote fan fiction about hobbits <laughs> two months ago. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Oh, Lisa and Axel. The good, the good, beautiful people. No, oh, very, very good. Uh, but Lisa yeah. Lacasio is a is a big fan of yours. Oh. <laughs> this can I handle that. Yeah, she's yeah. so cool. Yeah, she's just always the solidly coolest person. Yeah, well, I still follow her writing and yeah, yeah, she's so cool. I've yet to check out the Seven by Seven literary. They have like an online. Yeah, I have literary either, journal. But I'll like, we're in the same binders subgroup. Awesome binders full of women writers. Yes. yes. Uh, so I'll I'll see her on there, and that's a thrill. That's really wonderful. Yeah. um but uh yeah that was like the most formative experience of my young adulthood was like a lot of like danger box doing that improv with y'all and like just going to parties at your house because when I went to college I legitimately thought that our RAs would come by at night to see that we were all in our beds by a certain time (laughs) that is something that I thought so like (laughs) being around like older people who are very capable was uh just a whirlwind of happiness and uh, thrills and uh yeah well yeah it was it was very it was very fun um which uh which festivals did you go to did you go to skidmore mm-hmm. you went to uh yeah. dirty south went to dirty south <laughs> which is the one where you <laughs> locked out with andrew farmer no that? That, i think that was emily schmidt oh emily schmidt good i think they had some sort of driver named yup yup <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like emily and andrew are two people who are like are magnets for human uh like just totally demented examples of the human experience so like putting them both together was dangerous you were babies like i'm thinking about my freshman year and like my senior year like thinking when i was a senior i was like what a fucking idiot i was like what kind of idiotic i th- i mean yeah like i thought i was fucking on top of the world you were well for me i was like that guy's fucking on top of the world yeah well that's very nice and very validating but i tell you like after graduating yeah boom. what was your experience oh, like it was like a school? rapid a rapid just fall real bad oh yeah Oh, i had the same yeah it's yeah. awful it's not good because it's like you're you've been doing school for your whole life Mm -hmm. and then you're done and you don't know where you're going and you have this degree and you i mean like danger box for me like was like my heart center like that was where i got all of the fulfillment like ever really my four years oh for sure literally saved my life um i don't know how i would have survived new york city without it yeah um, yeah, and then you graduate and you leave it and kaboom. Yeah. What, uh, what did, what was your first stop after college? Like, did you, were you working or? I was, yeah, I, I worked uh, as a development assistant at BAM. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. And I lived in that mansion. I remember. Yeah. And you I, and five other people. That's right. And I saw, I like, I feel like some like, uh, pictures from that Halloween party. They just surfaced. Popped up. They did. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and I remember this is how formative it was for me. I think that was the first time I went to Brooklyn. Well, like as a person. Wow. Um, you guys wrote on your Halloween invitation, you were changing all the words to be spooky. Mm-hmm. And you said Humboldt Street, mm-hmm. like boo. Mm-hmm. And now every time I see Humboldt Street, <laughs> I think Humboldt Street. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is, yeah, this you is really, great. you were the doctor that reshaped my brain <sighs> after being born. So it wasn't a cone. Jesus. You and Tim Manley and oh. Raph and yeah. Ben Wellington. Wellies. Wellies. Sweet. He was 25 when I was a freshman. And for me, that was like. He's the coolest, oldest person I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. That's the oldest you could be. He was 25. He's 25. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. And we had a Halloween party at his house, and there was, like, wine and cheese and people with jobs. And I, that, that is possible. And I was sitting there like, I was writing fan fiction about hobbits four months ago. Yeah. And they're going to know, and but I'm going to have to leave. But no one cares. No. No. That was the secret. No. Is that no one cares? And, you know, we thought you were cool and good. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. I thank God for Danger Box. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. That, yeah. It definitely changed my life. I don't know that I'd be still doing what I'm doing, any kind of performance or anything without it. Hmm. Um, Man. Yeah. Very important. So random. It's also crazy, like, the thought of, like, this, like, your improv audition like whether or not you were funny in a thing as like ephemeral as an improv audition will Ugh. determine like whose weddings you'll be at and Jesus. whose funerals and like who you're going to marry. Jesus. And like, it's nuts. Jesus Christ. Like Mike Spence's dad passed away over the summer. Yeah. And like, it was such a wonderful, like awful, obviously like terrible experience yeah. that no one should ever have to go through. But like, all of us being there, there was just so much love yeah. there. And it was crazy to think like, this is because of an improv audition. Wow. Yeah. Um, obviously not my first thought, but like, but I mean, it yeah. is, I mean, yeah, there's so much, there's so much of your life that is shaped by like, if you, you know, didn't fuck up that three line scene <laughs> or like, you know, took the suggestion of, you know, we're all in this, this hayloft. Yeah. No, we're not. You dumb idiot. We're in space. What's in this box? You're fired. (laughs) Improv. Improv. Um, Yeah, but what I'd love to do is get a plan for uh, you starting on some mics so that it's no longer a theoretical thing. Yeah, um, I think... um think what is what is this week uh, uh, I mean, uh, maybe the today's yeah, the 8th today's the 8th i have a, a hope of like not this week but the following week sure yeah they're short too yeah like oh th- yeah three four three minutes, minutes yeah the yeah yeah i think what's heartbreaking um as i like psych myself out of it is like you know the travel went like there for like three to four minutes mm-hmm. and then you're like Ugh. yeah It's shitty. Yeah. But you know what I suggest maybe even before that is like going to some shows Mm. to like see the logical conclusion of it so that it feels like worth it. That that's a great idea. Um, like over the eight as a bar off Lorimer used Mm -hmm. to be called red Oak, I think. Oh, okay. Um, over the eight. Yeah. And, um, I like much more, which Mm -hmm. is like right around the corner. Mm -hmm. 
there's all these like alt shows that are so weird and wonderful and people are doing things that are like way more performative and character based mm. that like I think would be very inspiring for you to see. Nice. Because yeah, I saw the stuff that you and Tim did like many years ago. Yeah. You guys were both in unitards and yes. it was great yes. for everyone. Yes. Um yeah. Yeah. I think you would be I think that might be a good springboard going into your mics because otherwise it's like, oh, God, this is awful. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of like there's a lot of misogyny. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of like hateful bros. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there's so much so many scenes right now. There's like the clubbier people, which I guess you'll see some of that stuff. But there's like a very big alt scene that is not without its like dick swinging. But it's also like. There's so many more women and queer people and like yeah. non-white people who yeah. are like just straight up killing in a lot of different places every night, which is really exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Because uh, shows that are not just like straight white dudes are always better shows. Like yeah. the more diverse a show is, I've found like it's the easiest way to make a show better. Yeah. Just like paying attention to that. Um, that seems That seems like a good life thing too just yeah. like you know let's get more colors more experiences yeah it's so much more interesting yeah it is because then you look back at other shows where it's just like dan blank dan blank dan blank <laughs> steve blank dan steve i love dan steve material he's, he's good he's, he's good i mean his special yeah daniel steven Daniel Stevens. Oh my god. Um a lot of a lot of like uh cap bits that I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adjustable yeah. cap about, versus like, fitted yeah. cap. Yeah, oh my god, that guy really is the market corner though. Yeah. That. Um never thought about it. You really blew <laughs> blew things open for me. Yeah. Um yeah, but uh I there's so many because I struggle with the stand up scene because it feels sort of meaner than like improv and theater is like very cushy right out of nature of like what it is that you're doing yeah well you're um, you're on your own yeah yeah there's more alcohol generally in like bars and yeah um and improv is like there's a theater i don't drink before shows and i go back into that i'm like what are you talking about yeah i like pre-gamed um (laughs) (laughs) um hi (laughs) but uh but it's nice now because there's such a brackish water between the like improv alty weird ass scene and like straight up stand up like the comedy central comics to watch list just came out and it's all weirdos for yeah. the most part it's pop roulette mm-hmm. and joe firestone yep this guy brett davis who does amazing things mm-hmm. um oh, just a whole bunch of weirdos that's great which is great it's like encouraging for you i think for mm-hmm. like that it's not like ah my wife is a big boob <laughs> I love her. My wife is a fat boob. I love my fat boob wife. I hate her. (laughs) I hate my fat boob. I married her. Um, (laughs) Honestly, if someone did that exact scene, that's good. That's not bad. Be so thrilled. It'd be. Click call article recently that mentioned it was a which one of my no good sons are you? It was like, <laughs> something like that. 
And one of them was like, what's your favorite activity? And one of the answers was making love to my huge, beautiful wife. <laughs> 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 the phrase huge, beautiful wife. <laughs> oh, the funniest thing. Oh, thank you. Oh, of course. This is, this is all, this is, this is very, I, um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm being, um, bathed in sort of like a light lotion, a lotion made oh, of light. Good. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Soak it in. Yeah. But no one's ever <laughs> felt that way I about hope. my lotion. Well, it's, it's very special. Yeah. When can I plug my lotion though? No time like the present, okay. Drez. Well, buy my lotion. What's it, what are we calling it these days? It's in Loche. The, Loche. Yeah. It's one step. It sprays on. It kind of glops up. It gets everywhere. But, you know. Um, you know, you you have three different lines in Israel. and You call it shalosh. <laughs> I, I like. Yeah, it's good because you can use it. When you're going to somewhere, or where you're leaving somewhere, or when you're somewhere and it's peaceful. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Is, are there any parts of the body where you shouldn't apply it? Loche? Yeah. Um, no, just a scotch anywhere is fine. Okay, okay. Scotia loche. Great. Yeah. Yeah, anywhere. it's a travel size. Even in, your, even in your eyes? Yeah, it's good for eyes. The um, perianal region, nipples mm. are totally fine. Great. It's a light depilatory, but you can use it however you want. I'm not in charge of your life. Right. Um, I don't know about you, probably different. Uh, I use lotion to masturbate. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you can definitely use lotion to get a little uh, gross. Mm-hmm. You can do that. It's good for that. I it um it might over time reduce sensitivity. Okay. Wow. But you know, in the moment, it's you know. It's fine. I know a lot of wizards and witches mm-hmm. um, who, you know, like to make combinations of things like, you know, make it make it into yeah, a poche. Yeah, a poche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can use lotion in your poche mm-hmm. depending on what you're making. Uh, like if it's for um, to punish some like a, a maiden who wouldn't promise you her firstborn. Mm. It's good for that. Okay. It's not great for um, like blindness, like casting blindness upon a king mm. um, who wouldn't protect your um, your bog. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's sort of like a, kind of like a, you have to write to your local government about that. Yeah. Anyway, but bog protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a weird. Sort of out of the purview of Loche. Yeah. Yeah. We're not <clears throat> in charge of that. Yeah. Um, and are there different, different scents, different flavors? Yes. Um, yeah. Great. <laughs> that's good. I don't want to know what they are. I don't like. We're still hammering it out. Some people say say it smells like peach. Oh, cool. My beautiful boyfriend. Mm. He thinks it smells like peach. That's so nice. And, um, and I tell him, you, you, sh- you shut up. <laughs> He's so tall. Um, where'd you meet? Nowhere. He's dead. Oh God. <laughs> This is horrible. It's so good. Why did... I didn't want to br- bring up something sore. No, it's good. You're okay? Yeah. You're so strong. He was really old. Oh. Yeah. Did Loesch help his... It did. Age lines? Yeah. Well, he was 25, so he's like really pretty old. Wow. 
Um, so it helped his um, aching crow's feet. Dick. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm dumb. No, I'm dumb. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's. Uh, how long we've we been going here? Oh, an a hour. Million? Oh, Co- that's a good. cool hour. Yeah, NBD. Let's see. Um, all right, Drez. Self care. Oh. How do you do it? I try, and I fail sometimes. Um, I um, I wish I could be someone who is very consistent with my habits because when I am, I'm much happier. But that has been the struggle of my life: is to be consistent. Like those dishes that I was doing. Yeah. They've been there for like a couple of weeks. That's fine. That's a long time. Well. It's not great. If I had a kid, well, you wouldn't. You just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that if you had a kid. You have. It would be worse. No. I don't know. You'd have. I guess I'd become a a different person. The kid would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ever met a kid? Okay. Um, but uh, I, I'd say like a big self care thing that I do is if I want to go somewhere, I'll go, regardless of if I have someone with me, and if I don't want to go there, I won't. Like, if I'm at a party and I don't want to be there, I won't feel pressure to stay or, like, go home. That's really huge. Yeah. That's really good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I have no problem flying solo places, but um, I enjoy going places with people. Um, but it won't hold me back from going if I don't have someone. That's lovely. Or do you have, like, favorite places, like, that you'll go only by yourself? Like, Huh. Or, uh, or maybe another question. Um, like, a really great solo flying experience recently um i really like walking and listening to music by myself that's like a very uh restorative thing that i do and i live right near the park so i like walking along the park is very very soothing and good um yeah like listening to very interesting podcasts such as i don't know this one hey now hey now you've listened I'm to a real fan. you are a fan and that's oh, that's also it. like really <laughs> nice and like fills me with all of the emotions oh, god no it's uh it's a really good one thank you what what um what what have you what has it taught you if anything <sighs> but there's so many cool interesting people who do things that i don't think about um and that, yeah, just that it's really cool to be very tender and open with people because the, uh, all the pressure is there to not do that. Yeah. And I think it's cool that you foster an environment that allows people to experience people doing that. And also for guests to directly experience that I think it's pretty cool. That's so nice. How, yeah. How you, how you feeling? Great. Great. Very happy. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, it is a huge like, a huge thrill to like go into people's spaces. Like, yeah, and, and like to be invited and and wined and dined and teed and watered and teed and watered. <laughs> That's the poor version of wine. <laughs> so sad. Um, yeah, it's also a thrill for me to have people over because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, because I'm you know. It's not a, too central. It's a great space. Thank you. It's yeah. so pretty, right? It is really it's like pretty. Small, but it doesn't feel too small. No, you could like you could have a party. I we ha- we have done it, and we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
Spencer Novick brought his little doggy here once. Oh my god! And he ate all of the little crummies off the floor, no. and then he throwed them up, Ugh. and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was so honored to have a dog barfing in my house. Yeah, that's the dream. It really is only in New York. It was just it was a little watery throw up. It wasn't that bad. Mm, tea, yeah, <laughs> teed and watered. Well, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I wanna. So, I think I I'm curious about love and i'm curious about comedy i'm you mentioned earlier that like comedy is feeling sad to you now yeah why um i think because i haven't been i haven't been on stage as much as i used to well i don't know if that's true but i haven't been like my brain is being pulled in different directions like i'm writing Writing two books at the same time, and then I was in a play, and also I was doing my own show, and then I was doing another show, and then I was in Gentleman Party, and it was just like there's so much happening that like I wasn't feeling funny when I was doing stand up, wow. really, and yeah. I wasn't doing it enough. Like I will if I haven't been on stage in like two weeks and I go up, then I can like catapult forward on the the like sheer emotional positivity of being there again, because believe it or not, that's like long time unfortunately yeah yeah um but then like if i do it five times in a week i'm just like i want to fucking be here i hate these fucking jokes because they're bad and i'm bad and this is bad and everyone else is good and no one wants to listen to me none of these people want to listen to me holy shit and if they do want to listen to me then guess what a lot of them are comedians what are we doing we're doing comedy for each other then then what is this that's like church that's not comedy holy shit you're not a comedian. People like church, though. People love church, but it's not. They're not like, I'm a professional church. <laughs> I am of the building. <laughs> I am the church. These are the steeple. Open my doors. That's my brains. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, no, I'm dying. <laughs> like, that's what we do. <laughs> uh yeah. That's okay, though. That's good. People. No, pee. it's not. No, but no, that's. No, it's not. That's so it's funny. <laughs> I'm a church. <laughs> no, you're not. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's just so funny to me. There's so many, like, atheist improvisers who are like, people who go to church are dumb. Anyway, I'm going to go to this show I go to every Sunday. Okay. No. Um, but. Uh, I mean, we're all, we're all hypocrites, but okay. So. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, let's so, talk about the fucking hypocrites. But the Sorry. okay, so there's like, it, it is an art. It is a it is a very uh, tricky art form, I think, because it is fueled on vulnerability. I, I think when it, at its best, or at least yeah. the 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 comedy that I respect or am most interested in is fueled from like a very visceral, real, honest place. Yeah, you guys say something that's real. <clears throat> yeah. But then you also like are presumably are saying that real thing over and over and over again yeah. during a week. It runs out of juice. Yeah. What do you do? Like, mm. yeah. I think there's like, uh, it's a spectrum between performance and writing. Okay. And some people skew more towards the writing end of things where their jokes are like very tightly specifically worded and they do it generally the same way or like when they change something, it's because they've decided to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people I think do better doing comedy like three times a night, every mm-hmm. night. I see. But then there are people who are like, here's my guts. I'm screaming. 
like performance side of it. Yeah. And I think I'm like my jokes are written, but I, I'm not like, um, I'm not like a, my heart doesn't live in stand up. Like that's not my end goal. Yeah, uh, you by wanna, any means. You want to be a TV writer, actor. I want to be a big TV lady. Yeah. I want to be the biggest lady in the entire world. Yeah. I'll be huge. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. A huge, beautiful my, lady. I want to crush my nephew. Yeah. Get, yeah. On Smash accident. him up. On accident. Yeah, my little flat. It's not my fault. No. I'm too big. Yeah. But he'll, it, it's worth it. Yeah. And your, your uh, uncle, wait a second, <laughs> your, your brother. Sure. Is that that your nephew is your brother's child or yeah. your sibling's child? Why'd they leave him with me? They thought you could handle it because I you're you're well resourced. No. But but y- they know you go write your TV every day. Yeah. Yeah. So then, whose fault is it? it it's a little of everyone's fault. Yeah. So I want to be like, um, you know, kind of a Mindy Kaling mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. But also, like, um, do weird stuff. I think what Lauren Lapkus is doing is really neat. Oh, yeah. She does her weird podcast and, like, weird bits on Comedy Bang Bang. And, yeah. Um, but I was also, like, acting in things that are still, like... Awesome. Could have been given to a non-comedian. Yeah. Just, like, doing the acting. Yeah. I think is so cool. I've always been someone who needs a lot of different things happening. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, but I think stand-up is sort of a indispensable part of that process for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm in and of that scene, I think. Like, I don't think I'm someone who's like, well, I'm doing this until I book a big starring role on Law & Order. Right. Like everyone else, but... Um, <laughs> Are they really doing that? No. no, I think there's, like, a stigma of, like, actors doing stand-up. I see. To, like, buy... Like, well, my agent told me I should do comedy so here i am but you do you identify these days as an actor sort of sort of i still like act and stuff yeah but it's dumb and it's hard to like make time for it because it feels dumb i don't like being i don't know i like the pace of like a a set i like that but Mm. it when it's like there's like no money then that sucks yeah and when the script is I mean, the things that I work on now, I won't work on something that has a dumb script because it's too boring. Yeah. I hate, like, I've realized that I spend most of my time, like, thinking about how I can make the script better instead of, like, actually, like, doing actor homework. Right. I've gotten better at separating the two roles. Like, now that I have more satisfaction on the writing side of it, I'm pretty good at, like, preparing script. And I'll, like, audition for, like, I have people send me out for different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Right now, I self-identify as a comedian because I feel like it covers everything. And yeah. that, like, obviously the biggest things I have are writing. So, like, they'll know me from about that. But then comedian also implies performance. So. Mm-hmm. And, like, people will cast comedians to act in things. Totally. So, yeah. And also, like, I just realized when you call yourself, like, I'm an actor, writer, comedian, playwright, model. You're like, oh, cool. So you're none of those things. Which isn't true, but no. it sounds that way. It's so hard. Like if to... someone's like, "Yeah, I'm a contractor, painter, artist, chef, truck <laughs> man, babysitter, lunch lady, garbage 
you're like, I don't know how to hire you. <laughs> no. But I also want to talk to you. Yeah. I would rather talk to that person than the, the model actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd comedian. rather talk to them. I don't know that I would hire them. So I'm just like, <laughs> like starting to just try and say one thing. Comedian. Yeah. And a Dresden. I feel like that was sort of a judgmental streak right there. But. I mean, this is, you, you've earned it. Thank you. Anna, You're right. I'm a pretty big deal. The Anna Dresden show. <laughs> Just trying it out. Just Boom. The Anna Dresden show. Dres time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dres time. Cheaper by the Dresden. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I was having a real depressive episode a couple weekends ago and I came up with the idea for a show called Light Mice with Anna and Mouse Man. And I, would, <laughs> <laughs> I was on Etsy looking at um, anthropomorphic taxidermy mice. They're like mice wearing bow ties who are like, I'm going to the opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mice like holding violins. And I would buy one of them and put it on a stool and it would be me and that mouse hosting the show. It's, uh, it would be very uh, disturbing and eerie <laughs> yeah. and sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, late mice. Late mice. Because he knows something we don't, is yeah, the fact absolutely. of the matter. And, and therefore, also, you do too. Oh, my God. I know a lot of things that he doesn't, but he knows the ultimate. Right. But you know enough to, to bring him here to broadcast his knowledge. Yeah. Um, you, were, you were at a shoot today. Yes. What was that? That's for an IFC web series Ooh. my friend wrote. Ooh. Yeah, cool. my friend Brad Davis. Oh, yeah. Funny man. Nice. Good, nice man. Funny man. Handsome man. A lot of good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. But, you know, it's like a, it's a hustle. Yeah. You got to get up out of your bed. Yeah, early. Which is my number one gripe with it. Yeah. It's not in your bed. No. Well, yeah, that's, I think, yeah. That... And that's its own thing. Right. Um... But yeah, it's good. I like acting. I feel like I also like get scared sometimes. I don't know if you relate to this at all, but I sometimes get scared that I like performing and comedy and stuff and acting because I feel like, oh, yeah, well, that's what everyone in the world would love the most. I'm just dumb. Like everyone would obviously want to be an actor, which isn't true. But it's like my fear. No one wants that. I think a lot of people want it. A lot of people we know want that. Yeah. It just makes me scared when it's like. Wait, but why does that make you scared? I, I don't understand. Because I feel like I'm just doing the easy thing, even but though it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's know. not easy. I have a lot of opinions that sort of flip-flop all the time. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. Keeps you guessing. It, Keeps it you sure fresh. do. Yeah. Yeah. It's gauche. Uh, it's is gauche. it okay to take a, like a pee break? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, ghosts. Ghosts? Ghosts and pee. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Um... Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right back. Ta-da. We're back. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, P. Goodbye, P. Um, good. I had so many revelations uh, as I was as we were on the break as I was yeah. peeing. Oh yeah. Um, what like what? All right, so so there's this this crazy dichotomy that's happening right so that there is there's this tortured inner world right mm-hmm. that we're we've all admitted to right now yeah but there's also this element of like we are the fucking best <laughs> we are the best 
there are so many like tangible examples why we are the fucking best yeah and like i was hearing like you know talking about like acting and like scripts and like there's there is there are these high aesthetic standards there are things that aren't worth your time there are you know there there are are reasons why you go out for these things there is a there is a, a very reasonable expectation that like having your own show is achievable like that's of course of course yeah that's possible because you're the fucking best oh that's nice yeah and i I also like a part of me believes that i'm the fucking best you really are i believe that too i definitely i've always seen you as like a like a hip john stewart cool boy thank you of the art world thank you yeah uh who's very physical and and also smart and emotional and yeah, there's no saying, there's no limit for yeah. you once you get going. Thank you. And there's already going yeah. that you've got. Yeah, we're going. We're yeah. going. You've got a rich history of, of going. Mm-hmm. Well, we I, just went. We did. Yeah. It was it was very pleasant. Yeah. No irregular. No bads. No bads. Yeah, what else, what else did you... So that, that, but I mean, like, that's a pretty big... Well, yeah, I guess just there's, like, there is this, there's a lot of, the, the like, inner turmoil, the inner anxiety, all of this garbage is poison mm-hmm. for this kind of inevitable path of success. Yeah. Like... It's so true. Like, I see you rocking it, hustling, like, doing all of this amazing shit. That and you are on you're on the train to Dresden Town. You know? We're all on it. Next stop. It sounds like a South American outpost of my <laughs> cult and they're all gonna fucking die. No, they'll be alright. Mm. We're gonna they're gonna thin out. But they're not they're gonna they're gonna make okay. it there. I'm a little concerned about the supply chain there, but uh, helicopters. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. What what could go wrong with helicopters? They can stop us who can the, the be, enemy the outside world they don't want us to have dresden town why not because they're afraid yeah yeah they are they're really afraid got to do it under the cover of night yeah yeah oh that's how we do everything for the most part yeah um and uh i guess i guess i wondered if that i guess my my second revelation was i wonder if um like if love is also like a corollary between sort of this world, like there, there is this, this dissonance between, you know, the inner self, the outer self, like what is like, what is your, what is your romance world? It's slowly getting so much worse. I think I'm regressing. I think I my love life now is like that of a teen who worries her parents. Like I <laughs> it's just getting worse like every one of them is so much worse and it's bad. Um it's fine though, you know. I still believe uh, as you should. That people are good at heart. Um What uh, what makes it so bad? It's just like um uh I don't it's something about the um <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I'm getting closer and further away from the people I could like see myself spending my life with. I'm like very single right now, 
which is, you know, good and bad. Um, but yeah, all I ever do is like fixate on boys and like focus on them and want to date so much. And then that's, it's like, I'm scared very of common. It. I mean, that's yeah. like, that's no, there's nothing uh, <clears throat> everyone. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I can speak for myself. Like that romance is like always. Oh, I have a very hard time moving through life without someone I have a crush on. Like it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then when someone like is kind and is going to stick around, I like can't focus. Like I need to be chasing someone mm. and they usually have the same issue. So it like just leads to like pretty unsatisfying. Hmm. So there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of, there yeah. needs to be a lot of kind of, a lot of, of connection, mm. which, you know, it's obviously something that I am picking in people. Like, whatever. I'm hot as shit. Like, I'll be fine. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, you know, we're laughing, but like, also, yes. I'll be okay. I'm not... I'll meet a widower <laughs> who owns a juice stand, and he'll have a weird amount of ears. Uh, not two. Yeah. But it'll be so handsome. More than two? Uh, unclear. Okay. Could be fewer. Fewer is... Better. Better. We can agree. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, you can't hurry, love. No. Um, I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But so there's there's something. I'm hearing there's there's something satisfying about the chase, about like having the crush. Like that's exciting. Well, that's, that rules. Yeah, yeah, I think it just goes back to like the fact that I didn't. Uh, I have a hard time participating in my own life because I spend a lot of it in my head. And uh, actually doing it is a lot scarier and requires courage that I'm not used to exhibiting, but I'm getting better at it and I'm used to it now on a bunch of levels. And when something is unsatisfying, I'm, I don't, I don't have a hard time getting out. The issue is like not going back, but like, right. I'm pretty good now. At like, uh, I wonder if I should talk about this, but like, <laughs> um, there was uh pretty recently, like maybe, I don't know, yesterday, uh, somebody I was talking to, and they seemed a little weird. Uh, like, nothing they were saying made any kind of sense at all. But, I don't know, maybe he was very handsome. That could be part of it. And um, and maybe I invited him to a party. And he showed up uh, to the party looking pretty homeless. And was more, like, trash than I've ever seen anyone. And was calling people Wario. And um, he had a sweatshirt tied around his head or his neck tightly with the front part of the sweatshirt coming down the front. Um, and he showed up with a half a can of beer. So he'd just been walking, drinking it. And I had to physically remove him from the party. Huh. And then he fell down a flight of stairs. And then I had to threaten to call the police. Because hmm. he wouldn't leave the house. And it wasn't my house. So I had to get rid of him. You know, like, that's something you do when you're, like, what, 11? No one does that when they're 11, but I hear what you're saying. You know, like, why is that now? Ugh. Anytime it's like, well, what I I've mean, learned from this last heartache with this, some, this person that I respect but didn't work out, now I know what I want. Okay, anyway, on to this fucking hobo. That's a good story. It's a good story. <laughs> it's a good story, it's, but holy shit. Yeah, yikes. Are you okay? I'm okay. It was, But it was just stupid because I was like, is it okay if I invite a crazy guy? And they were like... <laughs> And then he showed up and was like, this is what you asked. The, you ordered this. <laughs> did you order a half pepperoni, half banana pepper, crazy hobo man? 
And I was like, yep, that's exactly what I ordered. And I was like, oh, it's spicy. And they're like, it's pepperoni banana peppers. That's what you ordered. All right. Well, so, but you obviously, you know that you don't deserve sure. crazy hobo guy. <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's not like, that's not, you, that's not like what you deserve. You know? We, like a cartoon hobo. Yeah. I, um, half a can. Yeah. Like, did he have shoes? Unclear. He was wearing capri sweatpants that were white and no longer white. They were stained everywhere. Jesus Christ. I mean, come on. How did you find this person? He was at a show that I did once. Got it. Got it. So not on like a dating no, website. No. I did go on a date recently with someone and they I ended up paying for both of our drinks, even though his job is like a thousand times. He asked hmm. me out. I didn't want to date him. When I, you know, saw him, and then I paid for our drinks, and it was bad. You know you don't need to do that. Yeah, well, my problem is that I need for things to be very interesting. I can't just have it be like... No, this is very, I mean, it's very interesting. It's so interesting when someone does the wrong thing is so much more interesting than someone just like, hey, we get along. Oh, no, you might have to actually think about your shit when I'm around instead of like... Mm. Calling nine one one. Right. What is like? I mean, what is what is your what has been kind of the nicest experience? Oh, I've had. I mean, like I generally date pretty nice people. Like the meanies are sort of more recent one offs. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I my mo is like I'll date you for like five months. Okay. I can do that. Pretty much anybody. Okay. Um, or I'll do like, I'm an amazing, <laughs> oh I'm an amazing one date. I'm pretty picky. Uh, like I'm a great first date, but then after that, if I don't like it, I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. But then otherwise I'll date you for like two to five months. Oh God. Um, no, I've had like good, really nice relationships. Like me and Billy dated for mm-hmm. a while and mm-hmm. that was real great. And the breakup was like unbelievably bloodless and mostly just sad and then it was fine yeah we broke up at the right time and now we're good friends we send um send the word butthole to each other a lot yes which is such a blessing to still have that (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know talking about talking about like a a big thing you lose often in a relationship are the the bits if you're you're two funny people (laughs) dating like you come up with relationship bits you do and it sucks to lose those and it's nice to keep Keep it on. is yeah and like yeah it's just nice mm. um yeah boyfriend college was really wonderful and we just sort of outgrew each other and it was sad but it wasn't bad um i mean what i'm hearing is like th- this is all like this is also like comedy fodder like yeah i mean this is like you know maybe it it sucks but like these are unbelievable stories you know what i mean yeah that, like, that's what i'm concerned about is that i'm like i need something to be so interesting instead of like yeah but does he like do nice things yeah hey does he uh like express any interest in meeting your family ever yeah no okay well do you want that yeah oh but it's interesting that like you know one time you saw him paying for a beer with actual nickels is that a better story <laughs> it is i have a type and it's cartoon hobo. <laughs> That's not true. That's very mean. No, I date really cool people. Um, it's just that I think being in New York, the kinds of 
um, people who live here, we're all like very much on our paths and they're not necessarily, uh, people who value like traditional life things, including settling down. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's yeah, there's a generalization. So, but, but there's so many, I mean, there's, there, there are so many ways to settle down. There's so many options. Yeah. But I think like, you know, there, there's a certain, you know, you deserve to feel loved and respected no matter yeah. what the situation is. It's true. Yeah. And I've had like bits of that with different people. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I've just, it's been kind of a bummer lately because it's something I really want. Yeah. I just want to like a partner. Yeah. Like I want to like share my life with somebody and yeah. have somebody in my corner. Totally. Um, cause I know that I'd be a really good partner. I think that was the issue that I ran into with some of my more recent, like, uh, people that I was seeing is like, Oh yeah, I could make this work. But the thing is, I think I would be like an exceptional partner for someone. Yeah. So why would I make that work for someone who like can't pay attention to me when we're at a party together? Like, yeah, there's no, there's no reason. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I don't need that much attention cause I want it, you know, but like, yeah, but, but, for God's uh, sake. you know, I don't want it to feel like, you know, we're in high school and like, I'm like the nerd girl dating the quarterback. Yeah. Are those things? Is quarterback a word? That's a word. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to find a balance between someone who's interesting and someone who's like kind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Yeah. Uh very difficult to do. Absolutely. Um yeah. I'm like uh you know, trying to expand my horizons. Yeah. I don't think I could date another comedian. No, I I can't it imagine. Feels bad. Yeah. It feels bad. Yeah. It feels good, but you know, like it's cool in certain ways. But sure, and I, I don't mean to badmouth anyone. Like I, I think I've enjoyed my relationships for the most part. Um, but yeah, just some of them were not uh, right. Yeah, and that's that's okay. I mean, it, it, you're you have a lot going on in your life. A lot, a lot happening and there's a lot of you know you there's a lot of you there you know what i mean and you need to be at your best and yeah and i don't i mean in my experience it's hard to give of yourself in a job in a career and also then be available and present for a partnership like that's really challenging yeah and it's also challenging because you get satisfied you have the like warm hearth waiting for you yeah that's like it's really hard to motivate to not be there yeah absolutely um, yeah the cold the cold hearthless i have a cold hearthless life, life. Uh, yeah it makes you hustle harder it's, oh my god yeah some of these boys they look like their soul's been sucked out through their face but they are funny <laughs> you know they're funny boys they look ill <laughs> um they are always coughing they don't smoke, but they got a terrible smoker's cough <laughs> just on Molly and LSD. Oh, some of these boys, I worry. Oh God. And the girls, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm watching fish fish. He's so, I've been feeding him more often. Um, 
which sounds bleak, but I, oh, I was raised that you feed him once a day, but I've been feeding him twice a day, and he seems to love it. That's great. Yeah. That's good, yeah. He has a very, um, a very austere home. Yeah, well, the funny thing is that I had bought him a plastic leaf thing, mm-hmm. and he hated it. Is he a fighting fish? Yeah. He would, uh, he was just like pissed off all the time. Hmm. Body uh, language, fish body language. Yeah, it was know? so funny. Like this little thing that like weighs nothing. Yeah. was so expressive about how much he hated the plant. So I took it out and he, he's having a blast. I don't know. Nick Packard also has a beta. Mm. OJ Swimson. Oh man. Familiar. Um, and he's got different beta toys in there. I might get him a little, they make these like plastic bubble spheres that sit on top with mm. like fishing line hanging down with mm-hmm. like a little mirror oh. that they can fight jesus they like to feel pissed off yeah that's fascinating. but i could tell it was a different kind of pissed off like it was not sustainable so i took it out right um i might get him like an elodia like an L- like a plant like an actual plant oh nice i think you might like that yeah he lives it's like a vase he lives in a vase he does yeah he's been around for many years yeah, that's despite everything. That is amazing. It is. I um. I just want to say that I I think that you know, y- you will make a great partner to that oh, lucky person God. who comes along. That makes me feel very happy to hear. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah, and I don't know. Like you're you're really. I mean, you sound you sound ready. You sound aware of your life. You know, you're 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 grown now. I'm a grown girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, mm-hmm. big girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. I like have to balance my like predatory, like, I gotta find sperm boy. You know, you're, you're sperm. Like just <laughs> masturbating at guys on the train. <laughs> like, get over here. Like, I have to balance the like, I need to find that person with the like, well, I want it to ideally last, you know, for my life. Probably. Yeah, sure. Ideally. Yeah. I don't want to go through a divorce. It sounds hard. Yeah. Um, but so like, you know, instead of like going out, like how do you, how do you do it? I don't know. I mean, how do you do it? Uh, I mean, I, I met Nicolette in grad school. Oh, I should go to grad school. Okay. Um, but also, you know, we're, we're trying, we're trying and succeeding at some non-monogamy some poly stuff right. yeah um i i don't i you know i i don't really date other people very often she has a sweetie right yeah um to, yeah yeah to emmett's cozy zone the brosy zone the brosy zone yeah that's right <laughs> um he's the coolest he's awesome he's really awesome and that was really fantastic that that happened and also oh my god i also entered that one with a lot of feelings it's it's good to enter into these with it was so compelling a lot of feelings what a cool thing to commit to tape i was so fascinated to listen to it yeah well thank you and it was also like very low-key and comfortable but also like so generous emotionally and yeah well thank you yeah for sure but you know i I don't know. I I don't actually have. Uh, I don't know how you meet people, but I, you know, I think. I think it's very helpful to be living the life that you want to live, and to like, you know, feel like, yeah, this is the person I want to be. These are the things I want to do, and like, I, you know, putting that on the universe. Some someone will see that and 
be drawn to it. Yeah. Inevitably. I think so. Yeah. I was kind of looking forward to after my last breakup, I was like, now I'm really just going to focus on myself. Cause I've been like, I don't go long stretches without having someone to date. Like I'm pretty good at finding somebody to hang out with that I'm into. Um, but I do that a lot and I wanted to like, I was like, I'm going to draw into myself and I'm going to have this quiet strength (laughs) that will be like the core of the earth and it'll draw people to me. And instead what it is, is me being like, Oh, I was just like staring at left hands on the train. Like, ah, Oh God. Ah, oh God. Which is not attractive on anyone. But no one notices that. I feel like that's like a pretty emotionally stinky thing. I think people I don't can smell know. That. I don't know. I'm just trying to chill out, you know, but it's okay. I mean, it's okay to do that. Like yeah. I, I, I also do that. Like I am also like, yeah, yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like, look at these pretty people. Like maybe this, maybe this people. is, maybe this is going to happen. Yeah. But like all the time, constantly. Yeah. Like date, like, I don't know, 10 times a day. Yeah. That's good. Always. I, I don't think that ever stops. Yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't think so either. I mean, I mean, maybe if you're like, if you've like broken off that part of yourself, you've like, well, I'm married. I, I don't have emotions. I'm, I'm partnered up. I, I don't feel this anymore. I'm not, a, I'm not looking at anyone. We it's just me. Birth to a bunch of little squirts with no faces. Yeah. And now, and I work at a nail factory. That's right. And I eat the nails and I come home and my wife and I punch each other until one of us passes out. America. America. Um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. Like, I don't think that crazy, I, I don't know. What you're describing is something I do on a daily basis also. Like, the, like, look, I also, like, look at left hands. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm I like, really? Joke. How, you're so young. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe it's, just, it's probably Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just sort of like. That that doesn't go away, but like yeah, you know, but that's also just sort of a fun place to live in all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily I, I I have the privilege of like having a hearth, you know. Yeah, and that so also cool. also makes it like less uh, the stakes are lower. Yeah, but well, wait, what stakes of like finding oh, like, like that urge? Well, th- I, there's not like there. If I don't follow through on my impulse, yeah, I still get to go home to someone. Yeah, oh, that's I know. So nice, I know. I love that. Yeah, that sounds good. It it is good, and it's well. I mean, it's it's gonna. I mean, it's yours too. It's yeah. It's your that's life. The thing too. is, like, I know, like, anytime I date someone, it's like, it's so, it's like. I don't want this to sound like a brag. It's just like something that I do is like, I will try to find ways to make their life better and easier. Like I'll, yeah, that doesn't sound like a brag forward there. Like, like if they need a job, I'll like forward anything that looks like, not like your aunt who's like, I saw this thing for a play. Um, But like, Oh, you want to work in post-production here? I found this thing. My friend works there. I can set you up. Like, Oh, you are. You should be auditioning more. I'm going to send your stuff out to casting people. I know. Like, yeah. 
That's very And now kind. it's just like, I should find someone who not only appreciates that, but like wants it, you know? Yeah. Um, do you want, would you want someone to do that for you? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, but it's just like finding someone that I can accept it from because it's hard. I, I get very claustrophobic. As we, as we opened with. Yeah. It's like, how do you let someone take care of you? Yeah. How like do you I, trust someone? I went out with someone and they were like, oh, I, come, oh. Uh, I was like, let's hang out after my show. And they were like, oh, I'll come to the show. Where is it? And I was like, you know, you can't go. I'm sorry. I'm too scared. You can't be in like a comedy space with me right now. That's not okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. It was like what I needed. So it was fine. Yeah. That's but, okay to say. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm on a dating app, but you know. Is it which one? It's called Hinge. Oh, yeah, it's Facebook where you're friends. a door, right? And then there the wall. Yeah, and and the app is the connective hardware. Yeah. Between the two. Yeah, your friend is the hardware. So it's mutual friends mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. There's really, I don't think there's any real difference between that and Tinder. I think the good assurance with Hinge is that it's not going to match with anyone you're friends with. So. Right. No cousins or exes, which is a thrill. Yeah, that is um, nice. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. It's because Tinder is real scary. Yeah. I'm, it feels like a dark portal to I hell. I haven't done it. You should, and it's bad. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't listen to me, but, you know. I've heard, I mean, I, you know, I, it doesn't seem cool. No. Tinder. It's, yeah. It's more of a concept, which I don't like. Like, I feel like... State of mind? Yeah. Really? I just think that, like, it's it's so much its own thing that people aren't even using it in the same way they would use something that's, like, a weirder... It's just sort of like a game? Used. Yeah. It's like a space. Hmm. It's a public space. Which has a ring to it. I'm going to have a dating app called Public Space. It's all about safety and... Up. Yeah, and uh, ADA compliance. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh. A ramp will be the right Who's degree. Who's a fi- fire warden? All of us. Yeah. I have my food protection certificate. Perfect. You don't. I wish I did. CPR. CPR, sure. Food allergies? None. Good. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I just, uh, there. nothing is easy. No. Um, and like, I think that the thing to remember that I, too, is once you find your person, it's still hard. Oh yeah, for sure. It's almost harder. Yeah. Cause you're like, ugh, like I have to, to confront all this shit and oh God, I have these feelings. Yeah. And, and that like, like I'm so mad. Ugh, I'm so mad. Yeah. And that like the right answer is usually like going to be in an emotional place that feels new or uncomfortable yeah yeah uh, which sucks yeah i don't want that no um but uh yeah i but i i also have realized that like being in a shitty relationship is the worst thing and that i'd rather be like the most frustrated i've ever been without someone because it's so satisfying to like cry on the way home, it's like, I don't have anybody and I'm sad and I miss this person. That is still a thousand times better than like being in a relationship that's a prison. Um, I love that. 
It's so true. Cause, uh, I went, like I went through a breakup around Valentine's day mm. and it was really, really, really sad. Mm. Um, but I got to like go out with my friends on Valentine's day and just like yell me and Matt Rogers and Bowen went oh. to see 50 shades of gray and oh. just screamed the whole time. Fuck. That rules. That like rules. I'd way rather. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can take the like open mouth sobbing while yeah. walking. That's really nice. Yeah, it rules. That's better than most people's Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> I brought you chocolates and I guess I I bought my cunnilingus timer. I brought it. <laughs> you just it's a you, vibrating egg timer. You put out any any number below ten you want. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm so generous. A, B, C, <laughs> E, wait, A. What number did you put in? No, you can't do it twice. Yeah, no. There's no wishing for more wishes, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's sad. All right, Dresden. <laughs> Okay. You know why we're here. Oh, no. You know why. This part I've literally been living in real anxiety of. Oh, yeah. Well, don't worry. This is is the part where I, where all my anxiety melts away. Melts away. Let me tell you. So I'm, I'm the custodian (laughs) of a foundation. Oh, God. Cozy's own foundation uh, has an endowment of billions upon billions of dollars. Yeah. Very healthy endowment. And. It's sort of scary. Oh, it's like so I wonder scary. where that money came from. It came from. It can't not have come from oppression. I'll say that. You know, yeah, that's right. But he, here's the here's the thing. Like when when the you know the founders of this foundation were were putting it together, they, they you know who do you want to inherit the earth? Who do you want? Do you want? Do you want like you know people who you know talk a big game and like can you know talk real cool or do you want artists and dreamers and oh, i don't know whenever i think about the earth like the globe or the universe yeah it makes me worry all right let's let's scale it back here we are <laughs> in your in your cozy zone just us okay but we have a lot of money okay. to play with oh boy and you and i together in this room in the safety of our our tea our unwind tea our unwind our, our very nice smelling candle, fish, fish the yeah. beta fish. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to devise a collaborative art project together. Okay. Um, and it's going to be based on both of our our desires and expertise. Okay. And uh, we're going to think of a title and a concept. Okay. It's going to be great. Okay. Tell me, tell me what uh, what. Uh, where where's the root of the anxiety? I just want to give it to all the pure poor people. The, the but money. But then that'll like probably start wars and like. Well, okay. And there'll be like mud where. So there you want to give mud. you? So this is okay. Great. So you. So yeah, great, great. How much money? How much money do people need? I don't to live? know. That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. And like, what does money need? It feels like talking about would you kill baby Hitler or not? You know. Damn. But I guess I'll think smaller. No, okay, not so necessarily. Though. We're not like just start. But I think smaller. I think this is a, I think this is actually an important, you know, important thing to discuss. You know, we yeah. everyone's been so excited, like oh great art, blah blah great. But like you're you're not thinking about you're thinking about like well what about yeah this money came from oppression, probably, 
came from oil, came from fracking, it came from pharmaceuticals, yeah. it came from, you know, various Ponzi schemes. Yeah. It 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 probably is dirty money. Probably. Yeah. Um and you know, there's like what is, you know, what is art valuable? Um, is unlimited funds for art even worth it? You're saying maybe not. I that's what I'm hearing. So. Great. Well, that's the other thing is I feel like money is, uh, I feel like people have said this before that like having constraints on your artistic process is like a very important part of it. Totally. Um, like I saw a lot of people do really cool things in theater school with like no tech. Yeah. Just like, and no words. Like the first projects we did, we weren't allowed to use any kind of um, recorded sound or lighting effects, really, or words. It was just like telling a story, like mm-hmm. get into the bare bones. Mm-hmm. And like, I saw some pretty incredible things then. And then it's like, well, kind of having all the money is like, that's how you get like <laughs> the last Peter Pan movie that came out. Oh my God, Pan. I screamed the whole time. I didn't watch it. It was not good, but I liked watching it because yeah. it was not good. It was a lot. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I get a project where everyone in the whole world shows their belly at the same time. <laughs> and and you probably have to get some sort of stipend for that. Like, I'm, I think I <laughs> That's think the thing. You're, I'm like, people are being murdered. Yeah. I, I think you are onto something. And I think, no, it hasn't been brought up before. And let's talk about it. Yeah. And like, let's fucking, let's fucking call, call the Cozy Zone Foundation on their bullshit. No, I don't want to be a brat. I don't, uh, I don't feel like you're, I don't, I I think this is, this is important and this is part of it. Yeah. Um, Everyone. Well, so, okay. But so let's not, you know, we, yeah, everyone should have been, yeah, right, right, right. So there, there are these options that we could do, but like, so you're thinking about impression, you're thinking about poverty, thinking about disease, you're thinking about war. Yeah. This shit is horrible. Yeah. Like not funny stuff. Not funny stuff. Not fun, delightful art stuff. Okay. Um, good. I have a hard time thinking about art as a public thing. Mm. Um, Uh, what, what is it? Like when, I, I get so caught up about like, is it helpful? Is it just entertainment? Like, I don't know. That's great. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I come from a, a play or my belief is that it is helpful, that yeah. it is a, a public good. Oh, and I, yeah. and I think that, I mean, you don't need to agree with that. No. And that's really fun. No, I think it is. I think I'm just like kind of cranky because I'm like so tired from like my day job now is also creative. So I like I don't like get released from the confines of my like factory every day and like sing a song about birds. Like I, I understand. I'm just sort of always around birds. I'm like, OK. I understand I that. Like. I, good. I empathize with that. And that it's a good like, problem to have. And but it's exhausting and taxing. Yeah. And yeah. So it's like hard to be romantic about it sometimes. Okay. Um, but I also, yeah, I mean like, so another one of the rules is that it can't just be like a project. Like it has to affect no, it can be, other people. It can be anything. Okay. It can be anything. There are no constraints, unfortunately. Yeah. So this is like, this is the, the challenge of it. Yeah. And, yeah, I think like I don't know, like how 
how do you stop how do you stop like despair how do you stop fear you know like i feel like oppression and war and poverty i don't know are are come from despair and fear yeah. uh, of people in power or yeah. you know and just sort of you know those those have created structures that you know call for war and poverty and uh-huh. oppression yeah so how do you counteract despair and fear um well it's hard because sometimes it's like written into the like society of certain places where it's like uh, you just don't get to express yourself at all yeah and that no one can do a lot about that right because what because people in power don't want the status quo disrupted there's you know people there you know a, a small amount of people benefit from patriarchy from racism yeah well i think it's also tough because like i think everyone is just trying to do the thing that they think is the right thing to do yeah not saying like everyone wants to do the the good thing no like everyone's doing what they think should happen yeah so that's hard to reckon with yeah are there like is would there be like a charity or a cause that you think the money should go to yeah uh something about changing perception of women great something because uh i think there's a lot of men who like don't know that women see out of their eye holes the same way they do yeah like they're like they think that it just doesn't occur to them that women are like autonomous like like actually they just don't know that they have inner lives the same way that they do Mm -hmm. um something to combat that because i think that is bad this is good I think that's the root of a lot of things. This is good. So we're getting there. We're We're getting getting there. there. Okay. No more rape. No more rape. With comedy shows for no rape. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Stop. You're raping. It's time for a show. (laughs) Take it, mouse man. Sweet, 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 sweet. They're like, what the fuck? This is great. This is great. (laughs) Me and mouse man take on rape. We're close. We're really close. Anna Dresden Mouse Man. No rape. Um, okay, so patriarchy hurts everybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, women have inner worlds. Yeah. Just like men. Yeah, something about helping women not uh, like uh, have control over their uh, fertility, I think would be like the number one thing. Wow, I think that would help everything. So like, uh, sort of access to birth control. Yeah, mm. and like uh, you know when deciding when they have sex and how, you know that kind of thing. Well, so there needs to be there needs to be sort of a, a ground breaking or ground shaking change in in discourse around sex and consent, yeah, and uh, and birth control and all that. Um, it doesn't need to be comedy, no, and it doesn't need to look like, you know, it doesn't need to look like art that you would see in a museum. It doesn't need to, you know, there. It, it, I think it should look like the way that might work the best. Yeah. 
I guess it would probably involve Oculus Rift, like a virtual reality uh-huh. scenario in which the men were women. Oh, interesting. But they had to do it for like an hour every day. Mm. Okay. <laughs> for a year. Okay. I think that might help a little bit. That seems like a, a kind of a good a good tool for all sorts of different kinds of oppression. Yeah. Like, you know, what like what is the live your life as the other Yeah. For like other other training. Yeah. It changed my life when I realized like things about racism and Oh yeah. And I grew up in a town that's like ninety seven percent white. Yeah. And it just wouldn't have even like Facebook's like on this day feature, like it'll show me stuff from like seven years ago that I'm like, that's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff that I wrote. It's like, wow, you're like a jerk oh, shit. about race stuff. And it's just like, I feel like my life is so much better now that I know. Oh yeah. Um, that I'm aware. So I think it, it would improve everyone's life to be more empathetic. <clears throat> this is nice. So, okay. So what is this? So it's like Oculus Rift is, it's a virtual reality thing. Did it just come out? Yeah. So it's... Like the New York Times or it's like a cardboard? No. That's another thing that oh. they... My mom... Did I show you? No. There's a, uh, my mom sent me a text that just said, I tried dumb bucks. <laughs> she hated it. She was so mad. She was like, why are they sending me this? Um, but yeah, so it's like something you wear uh, on your, over your eyes and on your ears. And I think there's gloves too. Okay. Um, and it's like an immersive, it's supposed to be like this disruptive, like, oh, let's going to change everything. Um, which, yeah, I think, uh, I think that, I think that could be our tool. How do you compel people to participate in this? You give them a, such a good sandwich and a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. So like, uh, but every day you want people to do this like an hour every day. Yeah. You give them a set. Not an hour. I don't know. We get twenty like minutes. Twenty minutes. But it's a, it's like a daily ritual. Yeah. That you want people to participate in. Like. Yeah. I'm thinking about what I do. You know, maybe people watch the news. They read the paper. They dick around on Facebook. They eat yeah. breakfast. They make coffee. Yeah. I wonder if it's connected to coffee. Yeah, it could be a weekly thing too. Okay. Um, like uh. I don't know. It's really hard to compel people to do anything on a regular basis. Is it like Farmville where you get points? <laughs> like if you do, you know, you're trying to collect all the yeah. others. I'm just like, oh, people would abuse this. They'd figure out a way to like bilk the system. Right. Um, and I know because I once had a similar, I um, was very worried about the environment when I was in first grade mm-hmm. and we didn't have recycling in our classroom. And my teacher said, if you want there to be recycling, you figure it out. Not a great teacher. It wasn't hmm. first grade. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. But I got, I did, I like brought in a box and put up a sheet over the box. Like, I was like, okay, well, I want people to put their paper in here, but how do I get them to do it? I said, okay, for every sheet of paper you put in, you put a check mark next to your name. I like wrote everyone's names on a piece of loose leaf and I'll give you one M&M. And then the boys would just tear it into many pieces and throw it in and could put checks, checks. Mm, shit. I was like, I just wanna. I just don't want to drown, you know. Totally. Uh, so, what do you think? What do you think about like installing it on on select like mass transit things, where it's like, you know, maybe every every fourth bus, 
on a route is like equipped with this this uh this experience yeah i think maybe like um high schools could have it mm-hmm. i think we should start early great great like in junior high and elementary great. school. great yeah schools definitely no problem definitely schools that's maybe easy like um offices sometimes yeah definitely office like in the yoga room i think um you have yoga room in your office no okay. no i don't either. i wish Me we too. have rooms that's nice you could do yoga in them sure. um well, I just had another thought. You were saying bus. Oh, like an elevator maybe? Okay, yeah. But I also want, I don't want to like coerce people. You know, I, I want to give them the option to opt out. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely, I want it to be like a total uh, positive reinforcement. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's good. It's the race elevator. Great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like um, you could select from one of many rewards. Oh. Like a uh, a personal day at work. Oh, wow. Like $100. Uh, really nice dinner. Damn. So these I guess are... this would be like a once a week thing is what I'm seeing. Like maybe it's at the post office. And is this only in America? I would like for it to be everywhere. In the On the globe. Yeah. I think. Because, you know, the infrastructure for this would be less feasible, presumably, in more remote areas. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's also easier to convince people um, when there's, like, less distraction, when it's less, like, hustle, bustle. So it's sort of like, but it's a transportable, like, you install, like, a little a little cinema, yeah. a little screening room. Well, you wear it on your face. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, so they could, it could be, like, a wall where it's all hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be man-led, maybe, because I guess some of the hardest men to reach are people who wouldn't listen to women in the first place. Interesting. Need some male feminists. Yeah, I think, and I think you could. I think there, you know, there's a a range. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Totally. I think some of it could be man-led. I think some. Of it, I mean. Yeah. There'd be a. There's a huge team to like deliver this, but I do yeah. like the idea of of having a person. To sort of liaise between the people and the yeah yeah um I also yeah I think there would need to be some like positive like buzz about it like oh, men yeah. who have done it and they say that their lives are better yeah because of it yeah and thinking also like you know there's a lot of transphobia there's a lot of queer you know phobia like there's a lot you know certainly you know patriarchy you know the you know uh male hegemony exists yeah. but there's also you know i'm just thinking there's always like a lot of there's a lot of uh intersections mm-hmm. of oppression you know mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure um and i think i mean i think this format would be a really lovely way to sort of call in a whole tapestry of oh yeah of you know ways that we're shitty to each other who aren't who don't fit the societal norm it should definitely go like near the magazine rack by the library Mm -hmm. and like on long island oh yeah uh, like for ladies to look at yeah like what it's like to you know not be a white woman yeah (laughs) yeah because that's all it takes i mean like my town there was a cop who was shot from my 
town and it was awful and it was a murder. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Um, but the thing is like, if you kill a cop, your life is kind of over. Like there are consequences in place. Um, but what happened was my whole town put up a bunch of blue ribbons and said blue lives matter. There were like these signs all over the place. So it was like, yeah, the reason that we had to say black lives matter is cause they like kind of didn't for a lot of like, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. Like they, a life mattering means that if it is killed, then there is a problem. Right. And like, there is a pretty firm structure in place that it's not a problem for a cop to shoot a black person. Yeah. So like, Seeing that was so disheartening and even hearing like close relatives be like, well, we got shot. It was terrible. It's like, yeah, no, it can be terrible. We can grieve this and hate it together, but it doesn't have to be like, it's not, it's not a systemic. um, Yeah. Yeah. It's such an us versus them. Yeah. Cops um, are killed sometimes. Yeah. And because they serve and they put themselves in harm's way and yeah and there are yeah there are unbelievably harsh consequences when a cop is killed yeah and like it's still such a waste of a life and it shouldn't happen and we gain nothing from it right however um you know it we see time and time again that yeah young black men there are no consequences when they're killed it's like society is firmly set up in a way that that is something that wouldn't even bother like, the first thing that so many of my relatives think is, like, well, he's probably doing something wrong. Yeah. I was like, he was 14. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, all it takes is saying, like, if this were, like, my cousin. Right. That would be a problem. Yeah. Someone would get in trouble. Yeah. Um, So just seeing that is, like, wow, this is such an easy one-step empathy fix and that it's not going to happen because it's opt-in. Yeah. You can either be a good person or not. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think there are, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of strategies to make it cool to do this. I mean, it's going to be a cool thing to do. Like sandwiches. Sandwiches. But, like, even the, the technology itself is pretty neat. Like, you would want to check it out. Like, if this, if this is the way that this technology is disseminated through the world, like, it's like introducing this technology with some empathy stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. People would generally want to like play on it. Yeah. I think it's a nice I think it's a nice idea. Yeah, like you can go on a roller coaster, you can go on the moon, you can have sex with a pretty lady, but also you got to like be that pretty lady. Yeah, and see what it's like. And it's yeah. sort of like that's yeah, instead you of You then have to be on the other side of what you just did. To yeah. Like, oh god. Like, oh no. That's this guy. that's fascinating. Yeah. It's sort of like the previews. You all like you have to watch these scenarios, and maybe like if there's you know it's like oh great we get to watch Spectre, but oh but first James Bond, yeah I think that would be really interesting as like a Grand Theft Auto type scenario where you like kill hookers and stuff, or like you can do anything in this world and there's no consequences, and then you go and do it, and then it's like okay cool you're gonna be all those people now. It's like oh fuck oh no I'm such an asshole I hate this. Um, what do we call it? Oculus Shift. Is that is that what it's called? It's called already? Oculus Rift. Oh, Oculus Shift. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's called Cool Sandwiches. Cool Sandwiches. Gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Oculus Shift is very good. 
I think it's good. Other, I feel good about that. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, oh, but uh, oh, the project I meant. Yeah, there's definitely other titles. Oh no, no, yeah, no. Let's call the project Oculus okay, Shift yeah, yeah. because that's what we want to shift in perspective. Yeah. With three or Oculus. I don't think because sometimes I get worried with like. Oh, these like utopian ideas of ending one thing. It like always has a negative side. Like, oh, we're going to help like arm these people so they can fight off the Soviets. Oh, no, we just made the Taliban. Right. Like, right. There's always a Taliban to be made. Right. And, uh, you know, (laughs) certainly this could be co-opted. There's, you know, it's a very good like what we're creating is propaganda, you know, but it's, it's 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 also like a fucked up utopian, like communist creepy yeah yeah but you know, let's try it yeah we have the money we do and yeah people get sandwiches it's not i mean and like people are hungry everyone loves sandwiches yeah there's they're my favorite food yeah and you know i'm sure yeah i'm sure this will piss a lot of people off oh yeah <coughs> um it's feminist propaganda yeah my brainwashing right it honestly is, though. I'm like not. I don't have a problem with them saying that because it's what it is. Yeah, but also, you know, what do you do? Yeah. What, 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 like, what's the alternative? Yeah. Hoping, and wishing. Yeah. Yeah, I genuinely don't think that anybody benefits from, uh, like, hatred. No. No, and I mean, what? It, it's not just feminist propaganda. I mean, it's 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 trying to incite empathy. Yeah. Of of all kinds. Yeah. And that's okay. And that I that answers my question, how do you fight despair and fear in, you know, inspire empathy perhaps? Sandwiches. Sandwiches. I like it. Oculus I Shift. <clears throat> Great. Yeah. Um Dresden, thank you. Do you have um do you have any questions for me? Um Oh. So many. But also, what are they? Um, are you going home anywhere for the holidays? I'm going to going to California. Oh, yeah. Yes. Going to see That's Nicolette's right. family. That's good. And uh, some, some friends out in San Diego and in L.A. Ah. Uh-huh. You're going to have such good guacamole, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. You? Do a little hikey. Um, and my family's, like, right there, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'll go home. I also, it was my first... Um, it was my like first holiday time not working at a hotel. Oh man, which is such a thrill. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Well, last year it was like right after it. I didn't have to deal with Christmas then, but like having a full year of not worrying if I'm going to be working on Christmas. It's yeah, like, it rules. Yeah. I love knowing that. Like, yeah, you know what? I got I got one boss. Both of them have partners. One of them's got one and a half babies. Like. Working on the second one. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like we're people. We're going to like take time off. Yeah. Because that's what people, that's what human society has agreed. For God's sakes, That there are certain days that uh, you should not work on. Please. You should just look at your family and eat things. Yeah. It's so nice to have that respected instead of like, no, you're going to stand for nine hours (laughs) and look at people who hate each other wearing socks they don't normally wear. They hate them. I'm so sorry. It's not at all sorry. It's such a good scenario. Yeah, no, I, I'm rules. just the the earlier part sounds is awful. <laughs> I I like to believe it built character. It it has. I mean, you you know, it made you. Wowie zowie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So going to 
going to California. That's so good. Yep. Well, Sticking around here for Thanksgiving. Good. Mm-hmm. Turkey time. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. This is. I. Uh, I guess I would ask you if there's like a doable goal, uh, in terms of. So okay. So we said not this coming week, but yeah, next next week. week. We're doing open mic. Yep. Yeah. Well. I think. Okay. Let's say. So what are we? We're. Uh, we're November 2015. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think. May, uh, it, I would like to be on like a uh, like a non open mic show, I'd like to do a set in a non open mic show, like in the next year. Oh, that's doable. Great. Yeah. Great. That's a goal. Yeah, that's a great goal. It's mm-hmm. very doable. Great. Yeah, I think you could even bump that up. Two, three. Two. Yeah, in the next three years. <laughs> no, I mean, I think. I think you could do that in like four months. Four months? I do. Holy shit. Well, because you could do like 10 mics before the end of the year, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you could probably do like 15 mics before the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, okay. if you do 15 mics in two months, you'll get on a show. Nice. Yeah. Shit. It'll be a little bar show. Might not be That's fine. There. That's fine. But it'll be a show. Yeah. That's awesome. Someone will have made your name onto a Photoshop, a dot PST. That is the your name will be on some sort of funny picture. That would be lovely. Yeah. And I'll come see it. We all cheer. Oh. Yeah. But I would ask you to always, uh, I am your resource for that stuff. I would love to go see shows with you and, and Mr. Nick Packard too. And, yes. And Henry and Mike yes. and all these people are curious about stand up. I would, uh, want, you know, not for everyone. This is for my friends who are like very funny and talented and like yeah, whose yeah. ideas should be heard. Um, yeah, like uh, you are more than welcome to uh, use me as your tour guide for that stuff. Like I would love to see shows and, you know. Thank you. Book you on stuff. Um, that's, yeah. that's so nice. Oh, it's just regular. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's so regular. Yeah. Um, we end We end with like a little song. Oh God, I forgot. <laughs> it, it doesn't need to be a oh, real no. song. It's just it could also could just be a, a tone poem. Oh, I like okay, like cool. just sort of a guttural like mm-hmm. celebration of where we've come from and where we're going. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, like a sort of a musically. Yeah. Like um. It could have words. It doesn't have to. Yeah. Do you want to start it? Yeah. And I'll layer on the second layer. Sure. Um. Let's see. It it is this is nice to have a little constraints, but uh let's see. Um I am in peace. Ghost P. Ghost P. Anna, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome, world. We are intimately finding.
sing our peaceful, cozy zone. And Ben, he interviews friends. It's awkward and then it's cozy zone. Occasionally it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone. So please snuggle up sweet. A beautiful thing, it's cozy zone. <laughs>